This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe... Anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. History of Bad Ideas, episode number 254. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. And I'm, what's up with your voice with the history of bad ideas? I'll be honest, Jeff. I'm fucking exhausted this week. <laughs> you're, you're, you're in a mood, huh? Uh, I worked about 14 hours yesterday, uh, straight, and, oh, almost straight, and uh, stopped for dinner, and then kept working, and it sucked. Yeah, so I'm a little tired. Like sucks. And then I worked today. And it was a rough day. But it's okay. I have a job. Job security. <laughs> so, but it was just a long week. And then last week was rough. So, it's been a long week. On the positive, Blake is coming back this week. Sometime. Yes, sometime. He, he's in transit. Yes. Uh, the limo has picked him up at the airport. He's coming here straight from uh, D.C. So, we're going to see how that goes. And uh, as long as the Bob Studios doors are open to him. I'm not sure if we're going to open them or not. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, unfortunately, the power bottom is working this week. He got stuck working uh, at the bar with a late notice. Yes, you know, I'm just saying. Let's figure this out, Jimmy. People are wanting you back. I don't know who, but somebody, <laughs> somebody does. Uh, Jeff, so let's start. Let's start with the first thing since Blake's not here. Stanley passed away. Stanley did pass away. Uh, sad moment. It's sad. He was also 95. Not an unexpected moment. (laughs) Uh, I had six people come up to me today and ask, I'm shocked you're here because of Stanley, because they all think of me since I'm the geek in the office right off the bat. And I'm like, well, it's not unexpected. It's not unexpected. He's not like immediate family where I would. Correct. I mean, mean, yeah, he, he is an icon. He, you know, created some of the greatest, greatest comic book characters of all time. Not Fantastic Four, because they suck. They're still good characters. I don't care. Are what they? They, okay. they are. Okay, well, let me ask you, why do you think they're a good character? 
because uh, they kind of, you know, the world works in fours. You know, mm-hmm. there's like four types. You got the four basic elements. You got your four Ninja Turtles. Like, there's fours, and they were... The four even... people of Hobie? Yeah, sure. <laughs> of course, there's no one here except me and you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you got your four basic elements. You, got, you, you know, you got you got your your water and your fire. And Who's your, the water in that group? Uh, Mr. Fantastic, because okay. he, he, he his body and what his limbs fluid. flow and fluid. Fluid, that's sort of. There you go. For it. That's why we're here, Jeff. Yes. Uh, what's Invisible Girl? Uh, air. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, she can she can a turn invisible and b she's got her force fields that mm-hmm. she can move things and mid air. Fire. I don't know about that one. Uh, Torch that Boy? Robbie the Robot? Yes, <laughs> Robbie the Robot. <laughs> Torch Boy. That's who it is. Torch Boy, oh, yeah. Torch Boy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I guess uh, Thing is, is Thing, right? Yeah. Thing, yeah. Is the Earth? Yeah. Okay. Do they have a good melody, like Earth, Wind, and Fire? Loving you. No, that's not Earth, Wind, and Fire. Boom, shakalaka, boom. <laughs> boom, shakalaka, boom. That's not Earth, Wind, and Fire either. <laughs> God. No, nothing. Uh, uh, like you, you uh, know, that's actually you uh, only know one word from the song, and that's the title. <laughs> that's a laugh at the you end. You know, word and a laugh. <laughs> okay, it's my life. Is that Earth Wind Fire? I, I, I'm coming up short on this one. Like a virgin? Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> I'm going with that. I don't know music. <laughs> I don't know. So okay, so yeah. you like that because of the elements. Let's yeah. see who the Stanley creations are, Jeff. I want to see who your favorite one is. Uh, oh, well, he created the X Men. Okay, and the original X Men. I don't know who. Daredevil. Daredevil's a good one. Uh, Diablo. Don't know Diablo. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is okay. Uh, Doctor Doom. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I'm just getting them here. Ant Man, Peggy Carter, Hulk, Spider Man, Nick Fury, uh, Abomination. Oh God, he created a lot of people. Uh, yeah, he created a ton of them. Uh, he, he created a ton that failed too. But here's my favorite: Bat Rock the Leaper. Oh yeah, I always thought it was leper. So <laughs> the leper, I would have taken the leper because at least that's contagious. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, Captain America, your arm fell off. <laughs> uh, Black Bolt, Black Knight, all three or four versions. Uh, Brother Voodoo, I really do like Brother Voodoo. I do like Brother Voodoo. Uh, Catman, Catman, meow. Uh, any of that? Who's your favorite, Jeff? You're saying uh, X Men. I mean, the X-Men was always my favorite book. And okay. He was the creator of mm-hmm. the X-Men. Granted, the first class of X-Men were not the original. strong. Yeah, the original mm-hmm. class weren't as good as they went on to become. But I think my favorite is Hawkman. Or Hawkeye, I'm sorry. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Okay. For longevity, though, like, story-like, I actually had stuff to do. Spider-Man is still my favorite. Oh, yeah, you've always been a Spider-Man yeah. fan. Uh, except for one more day. Wow. <laughs> but that wasn't Stanley. How about, uh... Although, Stanley did write the Daily Newspaper uh, Spider-Man comic. That mm. was not good. That was not good at all. No, I think Stanley's he, great at creating. Not necessarily good at writing and scripting. He also married Spider-Man and Mary Jane at Shea Stadium Ooh. for the Mets when they had the live action thing. 
That was not good. That sounds terrible. You know what his biggest accomplishment was? What's that? His NHL superhero characters. The Oiler? Oh. <laughs> so he created these uh, NHL characters, like superheroes. One mascots. for each superhero mascot, one for each team. And the Edmonton Oilers, they had an oil guy, and he was just spewing oil everywhere. I'm like, that's not environmental friendly. <laughs> that's not going to be good. <laughs> well, are oil men really environmental friendly? Hey, down the hall, down the hall. Well, if Marky Wahlberg told me, it caught me anything from deep zone impact or whatever that was, that movie, <laughs> deep sea impact or... Deep water horizon? Whatever. Deep sea impact. <laughs> uh, it, it's all people, all those guys are good. So, uh, so yes, Mo- Breath of Silence. Okay, Stan Lee. So, uh, kind of sad. Uh, but again, like I said, you know, the guy did a great thing. You can never, I'm sure everybody's going to be talking about him, and rightfully so. Um, I was not a fan of his writing. His yeah. writing was a little rough, but he did some great character uh, builders. Certainly. Created, created them and let other people run with them. Uh, actually, I, we forgot the best one, Stripperella. He did do Stripperella. That was a cartoon. Yeah. And that was it. Pamela Anderson was. No, 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 I'm just saying Stan Lee was in town last year. Two years ago, 2016, at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. 2016, okay. If you go to the Comic Expo Facebook page, there have been posting a lot of pictures of him uh, being there. So uh, that was really neat to see. Uh, But uh, moving on, happier times um, Red Dead Redemption. Yes. Are you still playing? I'm still playing. Still enjoying? I'm getting frustrated at parts. Okay. What chapter are you in? Two still? Oh, oh God. <laughs> okay, I'm just asking. I'm in three. I, I do as many side quests mm-hmm. as possible, and I don't play it in as near as long as you do. Or And sometimes I want to redo things if I didn't like the way they went. Okay. Have you fished yet? No, I have not fished yet. That is now a side attraction that is making me addicted to it. Uh, I am throwing the thing out there, just getting a fi- fishing everywhere. I was, I'm in chapter three, and you open up a new area, and I'm up in the mountains. I was like riding along. I got a mission. I was like, oh, that looks like a good fishing area. So I threw the water, I threw it in. I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. The big ones are tough to catch, but uh, I went around to the other side of the lake, and there was like a little, you know, shallow end, and somehow I ended up pushing a fish, a big one. Onto the island, onto the uh, uh, sand and rocks. And so I didn't really catch it by fishing. I just kind of But you caught it. it. I did catch it. There you go. That's all that matters. I think it was uh, 10 pounds, so I was pretty happy with that one. All right. Uh, And my wife goes, you didn't really catch it. I was like, I kicked it. It was default. I caught it. Somehow. Just just because I didn't use, like, a piece of thread to catch it. Stupid fishing. I'd like to see other people try and kick their fish out onto the side. and Let me ask you this. Did you use the cheat code or the? Glitch? Oh God, yes. Okay. How much money you got? I got one group of thirty gold bars mm-hmm. that I uh, sold, and then I got another group I haven't sold yet. Okay, so you're going to have about thirty thousand. Yeah, okay. I had I had about fifteen thousand, and then I, I did all the upgrades that came mm-hmm. up and spent things and bought a ton of candy. <laughs> you and your damn candy. I'm still not fat yet, and I'm getting upset. I was actually underweight this week. I was checking it out. Um, I did finally find the candy at the general store. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's what Jeff is talking about. <laughs> um, there is one spot uh, in the gunsmith uh, area of a new village I found. Uh, if you go to the side building, there's a guy reaching his arm out. 
and uh, he's asking you for help. It's like prison bars underneath the gun shop. Uh-huh. So you go back in and you pull, point the gun at the guy, and he's like, you can either rob him or take me to the basement. So you, you take him. he takes you to the basement, and basically... The gunsmith, uh, his son died in a drown somehow, and so he kidnapped this grown man, dressed him in a sailor outfit, and has kept him in the basement with toys. Oh, my Lord. I don't even, it's just a side little thing that you find. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Uh, So then you can either beat the shit out of him, uh, you can shoot him, I think I tried to shoot him, and he mit- I missed it. I just beat the shit out of him. And then I went to shoot the guy's chains. The gunsmith chains. or the... Gunsmith, sorry. Oh, okay. And then I went to help the guy escape, and I went to shoot the chains off, and I shot him. So he died. <laughs> nice uh, I did not have good aim. <laughs> oh, how do you... Oh, jeez. And then uh, I decided in the chapter three, I'm up to chapter three, because one night, like two nights in a row, I just started doing all the missions, like the main missions, because yeah. I wanted to see what's next. So I get to chapter three, and I start going up in the mountains as high as I can get, like this new set of mountains. I found the uh, bones of Bigfoot underneath a cliff. I just found it by accident. And I was like, that's pretty fucking awesome. So, yeah, uh, that's why you can never, I guess it would be a Yeti. That would be a Yeti? Because I thought the Yetis were in Asia. Uh, It is a a snow Bigfoot. Um, So we're going to say yes. We should go back to episode 45 and get the Bigfoot Hunter we had on <laughs> uh, and see what he said. Yeah. Well, let's just ask Dev to ed- educate us. What's the difference between Bigfoot and Yeti? Is it just one is a snow or is there something different? Uh, cultural differences being Asian versus American? Does it have to be location or is it just geographic you know, in just terms of weather? That it's always about race with you. It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, so that was my fun excitement this week. So anything exciting with you on Red Dead? I wouldn't say too exciting. I've just okay. been doing regular little things. I, I just was talking with a gentleman at work who was also playing the game, and mm-hmm. we were talking about how we were doing things differently. Like there was one. One, uh, like, an escaped con or whatever, as you're riding down, calls you over for help or whatever. And so I, like, shot the chains off of him, and he ran free. Uh, I was talking to the guy at work. He goes, oh, no, I threw him on the back of my horse and took him in for the reward money. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I'm like, I thought about shooting him as he ran away. I thought, nah, maybe it'll come back and, and help me later because he's like, oh, yeah, you freed me. So I decided to let him go. I didn't even think of that, Jeff. Damn it! I sh- I freed him and I shot him uh, when he was running away. I shot him in the back. Uh, <laughs> Why did you shoot him? Well, he was a criminal, so I just shot him. You're a criminal. Ah, it's a shade of gray. Uh, <laughs> I will say, at one point last week, my uh, bad behavior, morale thing, you know, uh, yeah. was about as low as you could get. So I had to up that a little uh, bit. Um, see, mine's good because they're even giving me discounts at the store because I'm so nice. I figure I'll just shoot them if they don't. <laughs> Go around, ah, fuck you. Um, yeah, uh, I did get it. There was another criminal uh, that was out there that I freed. Yeah. And I just let go. Uh, and he did give me s- some tip or something. Um, I did put on Twitter, when you shoot a, a deer in the bayou, have you been to the bayou yet? I have not been to the bayou. Oh, you haven't? Okay. It's down in the corner. You can go to it. Oh, I'm sure. I just haven't been there yet. I'm... It's it's a bitch of a place because it's tough. Like, if you bump into anyone. Gators. No, if you bump into anyone in the town, it's, like, instant. And so, I oh, well, I'm not going there because I get pissed off at bumping into people here being dicks. In, in uh, real life? <laughs> in real life, too. But, I mean, it's just like, come on. You, you got terrible. I 
terrible at these controls, and yeah, I'm going to bump into you because, one, nobody else in that town will pause or get out of the way. Nope, that is true. If you're walking and you have the right of way and they cross across and you hit them, they yell at you. Well, St. Denis is the New Orleans-type town, and it is in-depth. Um, like, it is a huge area. Uh, I did go there and buy some fancy clothes. Um, but, yeah, so I shot a deer in the bi- by the bayou. It ended up rolling into the water. Me thinking, hey, I got to go get that deer. Go into the water. It's not that far. Next thing you know, an alligator eats my head. Uh, <laughs> he ate my arm, pulled me under. I came back up, and then he ate me. And my wife started laughing uncontrollably at me. I would, too. Uh, I jumped because it scared the shit out of me when the, the alligator came out. Uh, and then I was like, I should probably let that deer go because there was a lot of blood around it in the water. <laughs> <laughs> so just a tip. Don't go in the bayou water. <laughs> so, uh, well, you think the gator would be nice because you just gave it a deer. Oh, well, I just gave him me, too. <laughs> I was the ultimate sacrifice. Um, let's see here. Uh, Walking Dead this week, since Blake's not here. They did the time jump, six years. Yeah. Really well done. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, the one part, uh, Jeff, you you might like this. This is kind of Red Dead Redemption-like. Carol is obviously six years older. She has, She's married to uh, Ezekiel, the uh, king. And uh, they have a son. They adopted a son, basically. And he's older, so they go into town, Carol and him, and she's married to Ezekiel now. And they run across some people uh, that she used to be in charge of that have now, you know, gone off on the... Like, was in charge of in the last five years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, that you knew about six years ago. okay. They've gone off the grid. So they... they, they, He said, look, you say... you, You let me live last time. I'll let you live. But I want all your stuff. You can keep your horses and your wagon because you did that to us six years ago or whatever. He's like, but I want your dime. I want your ring. And the t- teenage, her teenage son fought back at him, and they beat him down. And uh, she's like, just take it. Just take it. So anyways, the teenage son that night when he's camping, obviously camping out with her, his mom, Carol, says, you know, you, you got to stand up for it. And she's like, you know, you'll find out when you have a kid that you, it's just not important. Just, I don't want you getting hurt, blah, blah, blah. So then there's a twinkle in her eye. And this is the part that I realized that The Walking Dead might be getting better, especially after last week with the six-year gap. I think it helped. Carol goes back to their... She finds where they're staying, pours gasoline on them, wakes them up, and throws a match and burns them all alive. Wow. And I was like, oh! <laughs> and I think the best part about the six-year gap is it's now all fresh. You don't have to worry about the old storylines. Those have resolved itself. You don't know how they re- some of them resolved, but there wasn't any big ones out there anyways. You got a free, clean slate, and I really like it. You is, rebooted the series without rebooting it. Is there any Negan? He's still in jail. Oh, He's okay. still in jail. And Judith, Rick's, uh, Rick's daughter, who's now 10, is talking to him a lot. Wow. And in the comic books, uh, Carl was talking to him, so she just switched the role on that. But uh, I like... It makes sense now. If they knew Rick was leaving this year, which they said they did, like, you know, uh, Andrew Lincoln, it made sense that they had to kill Carl. You had to start fresh because, you, one, you had to get a whole new perspective on it. You couldn't have Carl doing it. Um, you can see it all through Judith. And it's actually the last two episodes, I think, have been the best in a long, long time. And I was about ready to give up on it. And it's I've really enjoyed it. Plus, Carol burned people alive. <laughs> it was very Red Dead. I'm starting to get worried about you. Why? Why? You, 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 
are happy when Carol burns people uh-huh. alive. You love they took her stuff. You love shooting people in your video games uh-huh. for no other reason than they're there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm getting worried about you. You should, but uh, I, I feel like I'm just ridding the world of some evil. I'm just helping. That criminal, I don't know what he was in for, but guess what? He's dying. Exactly. You don't know what he's in for. He could have been in for for uh, trumped-up charges. Trump? What? What? God. So now I can't use the word Trump without you going off on... Down the hall. Yeah. Down the hall. Down the hall. You know what? I do want to say, um, California, stop causing fires. Trump says it was your fault. Oh, God. Neil Annalise? <laughs> Why don't you guys pick this up here? Michael Leal? Let's go. Come on. Come on. Yeah, uh, down the hall on that one. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Jeff, uh, did you see the trailer for Toy Story, the teaser? I did not. It was like a two-minute uh, teaser. It was just them all in a circle, and they added a new guy. He, he's a plastic fork with, like, the bendy stuff oh, on it. I heard something about and that. And he's like, I'm not even supposed to be here. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm getting a little excited about it. I will say that. Uh, so... Toy Story 4 comes out next year. Uh, not as good as Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Did you see that? No, I did not see that. I put it on our Facebook page. I made bad idea, and I purposely did not watch it. My eight-year-old is thrilled because he's a Pokemon fan. Yeah. And I don't know what it looks like, but if you're going to enter the world of Pokemon, this is a good way to do it. Like, it's a whole different world, and uh, I like it. It's enjoyable. It's not going to be good, but... <laughs> It's going to be better than most of the crap that my kids sometimes watch. Flintstones, Son of Bigfoot. Oh, Son of Bigfoot. Uh, speaking of that, what film are you most excited to see? We had the Twitter poll of the week at uh, Bad Ideas Podcast on Twitter. We had Aquaman, which start, uh, next month. Yeah, kind December, of creeping up it? on me. Yeah. 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 Toy Story 4, that's next year. Captain Marvel is March of next year or oh, April? I don't remember. And then Other. Tell us below. Uh, so, I voted other. Uh, what was your choice? I didn't tell you below. But what I, is? What is? Uh, well, pretty much anything over than those. But uh, not even no, uh, Avengers four. Oh, I didn't think about that one. Okay, okay. I was just trying to do different things. And then I realized after I put those three in, I was like, I probably should have just kept it superheroes. I don't know why I had <laughs> Toy Story four in there. Uh, in last place, other two percent. So apparently, uh, that, most people are looking forward to one of those three movies. Uh, Detective Pikachu was from Dicer Nichiket. I can't pronounce it. Nichiket? Yeah, he said Detective Pikachu. Uh, 6% had Toy Story 4. So you may think, ah, only like 30 people voted. No, 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 no. Winning 78% to 14% was Captain Marvel to Aquaman. We had, I think, in just we only had it up for twenty four hours. Oh, yeah, uh, I forgot to change the uh, time on it. It's at Bad Ideas Podcast on Twitter. Uh, we had almost two hundred people vote in that time, and um, I think it's because Captain Marvel's fan page t- retweeted it. Oh, and my goodness, does those votes go up for Captain Marvel quick? <laughs> it was like a Winona Earp thing. Yeah, that would do it. Uh, so, yeah, it was just kind of funny because I was like, oh, it was neck and neck, you know, nothing no. too big, 40-30, you know, no big deal. And then, like, within 10 minutes, I was like, oh, dear God. Bing, 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 Captain ding, Marvel. Ding. <laughs> I did it. So, uh, Captain Marvel, I'm intrigued by. We saw uh, my son, we were out shopping this weekend at Target, and they had a uh, commercial on one of the TVs for Captain Marvel, the trailer. 
the whole trailer that they came out with. Man, that looks good. Even my son's really excited to see it. And so, uh, are you excited about it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as excited as I am about any of the Marvel so, movies, I mean, okay. it's not one that I'm just like, oh my God, I gotta see it. But yeah, I'm excited to see. I think that, was, that might be my... Aquaman, I have to admit, is probably my most excited to see. I mean, Aquaman's just closer for a Yeah, while. but I really like Black Manta. That's why. Uh, and then Captain Marvel, I really want to see because she, she looks badass. Uh, also, uh, side note, um, speaking of Marvel, my son and I, uh, my wife was out. Uh, my daughter was sleeping over at her uh, grandparents' house, and my youngest was in bed. So my oldest and I, we had, you know, from 7 o'clock on, we had pretty much the house to ourselves. I was like, what do you want to do? You want to watch a movie? We watch Spider-Man: Homecoming again, and he's uh, seen it. He saw it twice. I've only seen it once, and we watched it. That's a really damn good movie. Even the second time, it's little things in it. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed it. I'll give Michael Keaton a ton of credit for making a character that you'd like. Yeah, how are you going to make him interesting and believable? Mm-hmm. And yeah. It, it worked. I still don't like the fight on the airplane at the end because I thought there was too dark. It was too dark. You couldn't see much. Okay, but it wasn't night. I know it was a minor gripe. It was a minor gripe, uh, but I really enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I did. My two-year-old was actually awake for the first half of half hour of it. Uh, he thought we were watching Batman for a second because Michael Keaton came on TV and he goes Batman, and I was like, I know that was by accident, but that's pretty good. He is Batman. <laughs> He was I'm Batman. Like, I'm like, have you shown your kids? Uh, no, 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 no. 89's Batman. Should I? No. Why do you think? It's not that good. Isn't it? No. doesn't age well at all. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, they'll find it when they're older, but it's not something I would... Go out? Yeah. I did work from home yesterday, and I did watch uh, uh, Batman Begins. I was on TV. That was in the background when I was working. Uh, that was another good movie that I haven't seen in a long time. I don't have to kill you, but I don't have to save you either. So, uh, let's do some listener feedback. I'm not used to reading the email. I'm not sure if I'm doing this right. You're doing better than Blake. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Listener feedback. Uh, This week, I'm sorry, it's time for the... Bomb listener feedback. Well done. This week, sponsored by Blake. Because if you're not here, we'll make you pay. Ka-ching! All right. It's $100. And that's American money, not Icelandic money. (laughs) From Doug. Number one fan. Can't give yourself a nickname. I wanted to be called the Hammer. You know why I couldn't? Because you called him A-Pans. I got (laughs) A-Pans. Number seven. But uh, number one in our heart. Oh, uh, not my heart. Maybe number eight. Okay. <laughs> uh, as Doug says, um, I expect a tribute tonight for this. On November 12th, 1946, Song of the South premiered at the Fox Theater in Atlanta. I appreciate every year Doug responds and sends this over to us every November. Because Song of the South, quite possibly one of the most odd weird movies in the Disney vault. Yeah, well, one, it's not that good of a movie. No. And two, in modern times, it's pretty insulting. Racist. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'll just go right to that. Yeah. I mean, it, it pretty much uh, is built on racism. Um, 
A black man is in a plantation, but it's after the Civil War. He's happy to be there, oh, he yeah. says. Oh, yeah. He is. Yeah, yeah. He, Thanks, Disney. He's free. He's, of course he's happy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like how this premiered in Atlanta. <laughs> that <laughs> well, is the song of the South. That is true. Uh, Orlando is the South, too. Not That's not the South. Of course, that nine, not in 1946, yeah. I guess not. You no, know, the South does not include Florida, even though it's farther south than the South. Nothing in Florida should be included. <laughs> uh, fucking hanging Chad. You're doing another fucking recount. Get it together. Uh, well, they can't get it together. They're too split as a state. Or just too many old people don't know how to vote. Oh, that could be it, too. Uh, yeah, Song of the South. Uh, it will not be on the Disney Plus streaming service. Really? Well, yes. considering then they say they will never release it again from their vault? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want the VHS of it. Uh, every movie is available. Except this one. <laughs> so, I would like um, them. Uh, I know they bought, Disney bought Fox? No. They're buying Fox? 20th Century Fox? Yeah. I wish they would have bought Warner Brothers because I would have really loved the uh, uh, Looney Tunes ca- cartoons released, like on a streaming service. Uh, and they're never on a streaming service, which really sucks. Like the unedited ones. Well, why doesn't Warner Brothers get together with DC streaming service and release it there? That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, please? I yeah. may get it. Do it. I may. Change approved. Change approved. Come on, Warner Brothers. <laughs> Change approved. Uh, moving on. There Jason, will be no tribute. <laughs> Jason stealing questions from other podcasts, listener feedback. It's all intern Hackney. <laughs> uh, from Besotted Geek. What is the best comic book television show currently airing, not counting streaming services? So something that is broadcast or cablecast. So you got Gotham. Yeah, it's not Gotham. <laughs> you got the Gifted. You got the Gifted, which, yeah, I'm pretty far behind, even though I'm still recording it. First season was okay. Yeah, I got mostly through the first season, but I never even did finish the first season, so I saw nothing yet of this season. Flash is... So, <laughs> I started fresh on all my CW shows, yep. the superhero ones. I said, you know what, last season, I got behind, I'll chalk it up, whatever. I finished Legends of Tomorrow last season. It was not a good season. Um, this season, Legends of Tomorrow went full-bore comedy. They don't oh. even try to take oh, it seriously. Really? Uh, there is some moments in there that are serious, but overall... They're doing comedy straight yeah, up. I really haven't watched it since, uh, what's it, Wentworth Miller left? Mm-hmm. So how is it without him? Because he was pretty much the best character on there. Is it Dominic Purcell? Yeah. He's good. He's good, okay. They kind of made uh, the White Canary, or yeah, is that White, her? Yeah, White Canary. They made her kind of a, not as serious now. They made all the characters not as serious. They're kind of goofy. It's not... Good, and I texted this to my uh, to a pant, and I said I can't stop watching because it's fun, and you can tell the actors are having a blast with it, but it's not good. Um, like the first episode of this year, they have the Time Lords, like the new Time yeah. uh, organization, and they were all dead serious last year, and this year, like towards the end of the year, they got goofy and they're silly. So this new season, they're kind of like not taking it like they don't care about the legends they're kind of like whatever yeah but there's a funny part like brandon routh's character 
uh, Ray Palmer is talking about very first scene of the new season. They're talking about how you know they hope their ratings are big, are good this se- this year, and they're like ratings. They're like, well, we get rated by the Time Lord, so we gotta make sure our ratings are a thing. And they're like, well, you don't want to take it too seriously. No, you gotta throw some comedy in there. <laughs> so it was a very meta thing, okay. and they did like a five minute thing on this one. They're like, well, you don't want you know internet trolls to get mad at you for something, and they're like, internet trolls are. Like, well, you know, people know about superheroes, so, you know, they do rip on us. <laughs> so it was kind of, it, it's very tongue-in-cheek, but it, it, I kind of miss the seriousness that Wentworth Miller did with it. But if you take it as part of the CW universe, it's nice to have a comedy series compared to the others. Arrow, which is super dark. Yeah. Uh, the new season of Arrow, I got through one episode. Oh, wow. You're so looking forward to it. I may go back to it. It's not bad. I just, I don't know. They're doing flash forwards now. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> well, they couldn't do flashbacks because then they would just be showing the first uh, scene. Which would have been funny. I want that. <laughs> so what do you think is the best one on regular TV? Um, even though I haven't seen the second season, I'm still voting for Legion. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm probably going with yeah. the, oh, well, it said superhero, right? Yeah, I think it did. Uh, comic book, television. Comic book. Okay, so we're oh, going Riverdale. Yeah, it's either going to be Riverdale or The Walking Dead <laughs> because the last two episodes were that damn good. Uh, Walking Dead's been a little rough before that, though. So I'm going Riverdale is my number one because it's always Riverdale. God, those oh, abs. You know, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, I'm like, I pretty much stopped watching almost all of them. So what do I watch? And I watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I suppose that would be my number one. Number That's the one, that's the only one I think I'm caught up with. Uh, Legion was really good the first. I do like Preacher, but it really sucked this past season. I'm hoping, of course, actually, I'm sorry, second season sucked. Third season's all on my DVR. I haven't watched it yet. Ah, okay. Um, so I'm going Riverdale. Riverdale it is. <laughs> no, it's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I just told you that. Uh, Archie's in jail, juvenile hall, and it's yeah. like Shawshank Light. Even the, <laughs> the guy in charge is very, very similar to the guy, the warden in Sir Shawshank. <laughs> um... Jughead and um, Betty. No, Veronica. No, the other one. Reggie. Betty. Did you say Betty? Betty was the first one I said. <laughs> I said Julie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Betty, Julie. Well, they ended E. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, they're playing a Dungeons and Dragons game, and it's making people get killed and all that. And there's a demon king that's killing people, and there's a cult. And I keep telling you that it's going to do it after it real Dungeons & Dragons? Or? No, it's a ver- fake version of it. And I'm like, huh, that's kind of fun. And I was like, well, then people are dying playing Dungeons & Dragons. That's not a horrible thing. Oh, uh, boo. But it's such a weird show. And I know they're going towards the afterlife thing, but yeah. to see where it started to what it is in the third season, I'm like, this is a fucked up crazy show. But I can't stop watching because it is hilarious and awesome. So, Riverdale, go see it. Watch it every Wednesday. Oh, or Black Lightning is up there, too. Sure it is. I like Black Lightning. Sure you do. <laughs> Nerdly makes me watch it. Uh, they don't make you. No, I know, because I really like it. Uh, moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Leal asks, what do you like in a podcast you listen to? Oh, you're pointing at me. Yeah, you go ahead. Um, well... Podcasts I listen to most often tends to be trivia-based podcasts, so 
podcast that asks interesting trivia questions. I like uh, indie pods. I like indie pods. I'll agree. I like indie pods. Um, I don't care about the sound as long as I can hear it. You know, obviously I could. Can't oh yeah, it. I've heard, I've heard people. Oh, the sound quality, this sound quality. I'm like, you know, we we realize you're doing this on your own. It's independent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as long as there's not like a jackhammer going on or you know yeah. something like that, or, or bad static yeah. because of the soundboard or something. Uh, but I like the indie pa- indie pods. Um, I see feel like they're more real. Um. And I, they're not bogged down by, you know, agenda maybe. And I like yeah. the ones that have a round table. Kind of like what we fashioned yeah. ourselves after. I, I do like that more than... I'm not, I'm not a big fan of... We are a podcast on this specific item, whether it be mm. TV show or, or subject matter or something like that. Whether there's a, you know, wrestling podcast, it's all they talk about is wrestling. So it's like... Eventually, except you'd... the Orville Lights, Gotham Lights podcast—they're great. Well, yeah, they're they great. talk about everything. They do. I know. I love you, but no. And then, uh, so I, I like ones that uh, have big, broad subject matters. They can jump around and just talk about different things. Big tracks of land. question over here i went as neither i went as sexy jeff as i do every day of my life you're one sexy man i am i I would say that to jim too but he's not here he's not here uh he knows the podcast pays the bills not his other job right yeah yeah no the podcast pays ious just as good as money Mm -hmm. blake yes welcome back thank you we've missed you it's a week and a half without you I know. I I feel like there's an empty space in my heart. Touching my heart. Uh, so Which I had to fulfill the, to come in this evening. The limo ride from the airport from D.C. to here, how was yes. that? Yes. How was um, that? Fortunately, uneventful. Okay. We only had to run over a few protesters. Mm-hmm. That was it. How was your protest in D.C.? Um, uneventful. Okay. Okay. Um, the the rain I think canceled the uh, million you know the anonymous uh, million million mask march, but doesn't that like cancel the whole purpose of being anonymous? You don't want to show up and wear masks. <laughs> the police just show up. The police just show up. Hey, take your mask off. Yeah, exactly. 
How many people showed up for that? None. Oh, they really canceled it? Yeah, I think so. Because I was like, oh, great. I'm going to have to go through this. But then I was like, in the back of my head, I was like, no, man, this will be interesting. But no. Remember, remember. Didn't see any. 5th of, 5th of November. November, exactly. And then on actual election day, I was like, oh, man, this is going to suck. But you know what? There was nobody around. Really? I mean, there was one lunatic outside of the uh, Trump Tower <laughs> on Pennsylvania Avenue yelling incoherent babble. Was that and Hillary? No, it was a guy. <laughs> I'm still in it! It was a man. <laughs> it was a man. Or at least I think it was. Well, you know, you can't assume these days. Correct, correct. You know, it's inappropriate of me to assume. Was it Gary Johnson? <laughs> I have no idea who it was. That surprised me. He was incoherent, and they eventually escorted him away, <laughs> and things were quiet again. Uh, I don't know if you heard our show last week. Uh, no. When I went to vote, I actually voted for Gary Johnson for president. I think <laughs> they gave me the wrong ballot. So <laughs> I think there were some discrepancies. I know in Ohio mm. they're doing a recount, so I just want to let you know. Um, but, yeah, uh, Hillary Clinton was actually on our show last week. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was a good I show. I missed it. No wonder D.C. was quiet. Yes, yes. Uh, well, you know that no elected officials are there. They're all back at their state for their once-a-year Yeah, they're all showing. They have all to vote. And they have to show up. Look, we're really concerned. I'm really concerned about the state. And they're all drunk. Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, all the lobbyists have got them all. Hello, st- Cleveland! Drunk and stoned Ooh. and high. <laughs> they don't know where they're at. They're just like, hey, just vote for this legislation. Oh, okay. How much do I get? A million dollars? Okay. I I love being a representative from the state of Missouri. Where taxes? Taxes! <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Can I blame this failure on an obscure YouTube video? Do it. Okay. Oh, shit. I run the State Department. Okay. Down the hall. <laughs> wait. We're, we're one month before the elections? Oh, shit. I'm sorry. This just shows you that YouTube is not good. No. It's evil. Well, you can see us on YouTube at the Ministry of Bad Ideas. Well, you can't really see us. You can see our logo as you listen to us. Same thing. You know, you should just post pictures of sexy men, and it scrolls through as the, as the podcast <laughs> is playing. We should an infinite loop of sexy men. That would require effort. Oh, no, I think I will. I think okay. I might do something different go. with these. And you would eventually just run out of pictures of me. Yeah. Well, men in Speedos. I got many of Jeff and Speedos. There you go. So uh, we're going to be off for a couple weeks at Christmas because we're going to record a couple episodes. And so, (laughs) floppy awards. Because we're being paid off by lobbyists, we're going to be drunk, stoned, and incoherent. Maybe. Maybe. So maybe I'll work with the YouTube then. (laughs) Maybe. 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 Although although I will say there was one protest that I did witness on Pennsylvania (laughs) Avenue in front of the White House, outside the front lawn. And that was uh, some goofy-ass uh, musical group who had been there for 114 days straight. Hey, hey, ho, ho, 45 has got to go. Was it Lumineers? The Russian Annex, oh, they the, called it. The Pussy Riot <laughs> people? No, there was no pussy. No, isn't that the... I had no riots. Oh. Was it Lumineers? Because you just said, hey, ho, and I think that's one of their songs. like, hey... Ho, ho, 45 has got to go. Hey, hey, ho, ho. I mean, I'm just quoting Supreme Leader. Please don't do anything to me. No, no, no. All I'd say is, no offense, but that's a pretty shitty-ass cheer. Can you get any more unoriginal than that? And they've been there for 114 days straight. Do they not have jobs? No, but somebody's Their job is to protest. Yeah, they're getting paid to do that, I think. How do you do, how do you get that job? 
you talk to the Democrat uh, Democratic Party, and they pay you to do it. Yeah, but then the Republicans, you talk to them when the Democrats are in power, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. you just switch. Are, the, okay. are they at least getting more than $15 an hour? That's what I want to know. <laughs> no, I think they're getting eight fifty. <laughs> they're getting $15 an hour, but there's no bonuses. It's like Amazon. Hey, we raised minimum wage to $15 an hour. Great. Uh, your bonuses are gone. What? Oh, but by the way, it's Were they because, getting bonuses uh, before? Yeah, they're yeah. getting monthly or bi-monthly bonuses. And they said, yeah. okay, we're going to raise it to $15 an hour, which is like $3 more an hour. And your big bonuses are gone. Oh, so you're making oh, what you were before. They said it wasn't. It's not. They're saving a lot of money. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and we had to pay fifteen dollars an hour because uh, nobody's applying for our jobs. That's true. They picked uh, Queens and DC outside DC for their new hub, new headquarters. Good luck. And oh, I thought we were going to get it. No, uh, but they are uh, adding a plane thing to Wilmington delivery service. Oh, yeah, I did hear that. Yeah. Right, there's yeah, a big hub to, here. Anything to do jobs, but... Whew. Uh, what else we got here? Let's do some intern hackney. They said $15 South Ohio, Southwest Ohio. Screw that. Let's pay $15 in D.C. <laughs> you can get a lot more in D.C. for $15 an hour <laughs> than Cincinnati. You can get half a cup of coffee. Mm, half a cup of coffee in D.C., <laughs> dude. But it's really good coffee. <laughs> okay, you say that like there's even such thing. Stop it. Whoa. Hey, 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 hey. You haven't good you haven't had espresso. Good espresso. You haven't had Kimbo Napolitano. Does, does it taste like coffee? It sucks. You haven't had mocha. It's mm. better. I've had mocha. I love mocha. It's better. Mocha's got char it's got charm. That's the only way to make coffee taste good. Is Once you go mocha, you never go back. <laughs> <laughs> uh Blake, what else we got from Intern Hack? This might be my favorite story of the week. Oh, this is from Intern Hackney. Hackney! How lucky it is to input your own feedback into listener feedback. Well, he's allowed to. When you compose the feedback. Exactly. I'm going to put my own feedback in here. Well, you sponsor this week, so go ahead. Wait, what do you mean I sponsored this week? You're a sponsor. What? Yeah. So technically, you could just do anything you want this week to the uh, listener feedback. (laughs) Um... Jason even said cha-ching and everything. Cha-ching! Cha-ching! $100. You said it. You didn't, you didn't play it. Oh, I did. Oh, shit. Ching-ding. All right, it's legit then. Yep. So I know he's not going to go back and listen. <laughs> uh, anyways, intern Hackney, who owes me $100? <laughs> For the caring and sharing program. For re- putting his own feedback into listener feedback when he's an employee of Hobie. Allegedly. Intern. Can you please talk about how badass Feeny is? Is this Shirley Feeny? No, read the story. Oh, shit. I got to read more? Yeah, that's the whole story. Oh. Boy meets world. Oh, okay. So it's not Laverne and Shirley. No, no it's not Laverne It's not Shirley Feeny. No. Okay. I had a crush on her when I was young. I had a TV. crush on Tabanga from Boy Meets World when I was young. Still do. No, she got married, though. <laughs> Very upset by that. Boy meets world. No. Some guy. She got married to Corey. I, I saw the. Thank you, Jeff. Really? <laughs> Thank you. Some girl meets world. He, she did not get married to uh, Fred Savage's brother. His, he has a name, you know. Ben. Yeah. His <laughs> name is not Fred Savage's brother. Oh, it is. <laughs> That's what started his drinking problem. <laughs> He's a brother, Fred Savage. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Boy meets world star William Daniels. Who was that? Uh, he was Mr. Feeney and Boy Meets oh, World. Oh, the teacher? He's yeah. 91. Yes. He's, he's, he's well, I can tell you how badass he is. He's the voice of Kit. 
Yeah, I remember that. No need to talk anymore. Holy We're done. Holy shit, he's 91? Yeah. That's oh depressing, isn't God. it? Were they using, like, uh, black hair color on him when he well, was on the show? Well, he was 91 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Still over 69. Yeah. Ah, crock! <laughs> but anyway. William Daniels was also John Adams in 1776. <laughs> I like Barris Beanie. <laughs> Welcome to the John Adams, or I'm sorry, the William uh, yeah. Daniels show. Yeah, I liked him better. And St. Elsewhere. Yeah. Hey, this is not William Daniel, Daniels news. It again. is. He just, it is William Daniels news. I liked him better as Shirley Feeney's dad. <laughs> I would like him better for you through his story. <laughs> and from Dev. Oh, wait, hold on. Intern Hackney. Boy meets world star William Daniels. Daniels. As we said, holy shit, 91 years old. Oh, no, it gets more, even more. And his wife, 89. 89. Why isn't he downgraded in age? <laughs> That's what you do when he you're rich and famous. Years. He did two years. He uh, was married to a 97-year-old. He must love that Bonnie Bartlett. Yeah. Because she's 89. Hips of a 30-year-old. We're able to scare off a would-be robber who broke into their home last month. Daniels invited Inside Edition to a San Fernando Valley, California house, before it burned down, to see the scene of the crime. Time out. Time out. I didn't know Inside Edition is still a thing. You didn't? No. No. I'm surprised it wasn't TMZ or some bullshit like that. Oh, with Harvey? I'm Harvey. Screw TMZ. Harvey Weinstein. Inside Edition's got, uh, what's his name, Kevin... uh, Hart. No, it's not Kevin Hart. Uh, Eubanks. No, it's not Kevin Eubanks. Uh, Frazier. K. Frazier. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. His friends like you know yeah. him as K. Frazier. Uh, that's what they call him on the Dan Patrick show. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, he, he used to do the weather here in Cincinnati. Yeah. Moving on. Keep going. Yeah. So, Daniel said he and Bartlett, the hips of a 30-year-old, Awoke to the sound of glass shattering as the thief kicked in the bottom of their back door. We hear pow, pow, pow. I'm calling bullshit. What's that? When you kick in glass in the bottom of a door, you don't hear pow, pow, pow. Maybe he was shooting into the air you while hear, he was kicking You hear in. bang, bang, bang. Maybe the bangs are pals to him. Well, wait a minute. He is 91. He is <laughs> <laughs> it depends on his hearing aid. All right. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Anyways, we hear this pow, 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 the actor said. Bonnie yelled. I'm sure she yelled. She's probably like, what was that? <laughs> and I turned on the light. Are you on me, William? Get off me. You know, that probably scared the thief away right there. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I'm out of here. I can't see an 81 and 9 year old getting it on. This is scary. Everyone loves gilf porn. Oh, my God. <laughs> the wrinkles. I guess it would be good gilf. GG gilf. <laughs> Granny porn. Great grandma. That's right. With the dentures of a 50-year-old. <laughs> what <laughs> happened next has become the stuff of legend. In reality, the burglar just ran. What did I call it? What did I say? <laughs> Said Daniels. But you wouldn't know that online where tales of Mr. Feeney's heroism are sweeping the web. My favorite version was that I grabbed him by the neck, threw him down, bang, 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 
Daniel said, miming throwing punches. Now, imagine a 91-year-old miming throwing punches. Oh, Oh, my back. Uh, Picked him up, bang, 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 and then he fled. His words of advice for any potential future thieves, never mess with Mr. Feeney. I feel like that was a Blake story. All it got was he turned on the lights and the thief ran. Yeah. But it took 35 <laughs> minutes to get through that story. Yeah. Well, they missed the part where he yelled at the people as they ran away, Get off my lawn! You're dumb, crazy kids! And stay out! <laughs> but Mr. Feeney, we wish him the best. He turned on the light, got rid of the burglars. You would think he would have an alarm system by then. Oh, maybe he did. I don't think so. It just hurt. Yeah, maybe because he's not a paranoid shut-in. Well, apparently... I'm proud of that. Apparently there's a lot of made-up stories that people are making about this whole thing. I don't think they're making up our own. So, the burglar broke in. Daniels and his gilf wife were getting it on, on the chair, in the living room, and the, the burglar actually had a heart attack, fell over, and died, and they stopped at the burglary. That was my story. That's why I heard. I think uh, he broke in and Daniels confronted him, grabbed him by the head, and threw him to the ground like Pedro Martinez to Don Zimmer. <laughs> but Don Zimmer was innocent! <laughs> but Don Zimmer was charging at him. All he did was step aside like a matador. <laughs> Actually, I think the good story, the real story is, he sat him down and goes, Now... Do you think, Corey, do you think you're making good choices here? Let's talk about your life. And then there, then his wife was playing the theme music in the background, some inspirational music, and it ended up with the thief now working as the gardener for Mr. Feeney. Oh, well, that's a nice, pleasant story. It is, it is. And then he turned around and he shot him in the back. <laughs> like Jason playing Red Dead. Hey, go on over, I'll follow you. Bam. I ain't be dropping no eaves, Mr. Feeney. <laughs> It was Fred Savage. <laughs> it wasn't even bad. It was Fred. <laughs> no, it's hurting me since the Princess Bride. <laughs> Ew, more kissing. <laughs> Ew, Mr. Feeney. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> We've somehow turned this into a Harvey Weinstein production. <laughs> Mr. Feeney, put your dentures in. <laughs> what are you doing with that plant? <laughs> that's not a plant. That's his wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why are those coconuts so low <laughs> to the ground? Uh, Just as hairy. <laughs> oh. I'm sure this was a respectable podcast. <laughs> and it then was? we started recording episode <laughs> one. <laughs> Episode zero is when we hit our pinnacle. <laughs> yes. That was a great episode. It was. Too bad no one will ever hear it. Thank Christ. That's right. Actually, I don't think anyone has because I think we lost it in the transfer over, so. It's lost for good? Actually, I can't say that. I think it might be on our computer. <laughs> Go ahead, Blake. What else we got? From Dev. Since Michigan voters legalized recreational marijuana. Woohoo! Is he talking about Canada? No, Canada's uh, uh, scrotum. Oh, southern Canada. Yeah. Oh, Canada's taint. Yes. Voters legalize recreational marijuana use. When can we expect the federal government to start re-evaluating its stance on marijuana and other Schedule One drugs? Oh, well, you lost me at Schedule One drugs. 
There's weed and then everything else. All right. Is this how the war on drugs ends? No, not with a bang, but a whimper? Under us a pause? <laughs> oh. Are we... So, Dev is saying that Michigan vote legalizing marijuana is the end of the war on drugs? No, I think he's oh. saying that eventually most states are going to legalize oh, eventually it. eventually they will. Uh, except it's, Alabama. As soon as the old guard dies off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, at this point, why are we even fighting this battle? How much money are you facing in this? Well, the problem is I don't know if Michigan actually did their law right or they tried to pass some bullshit that uh, Ohio tried to pass uh, two years ago. When it was only five dispensaries that could do it or seven? Uh, farm, grow farm. farm sorry, uh, sorry. Only these people sorry. written into your state constitution are legally allowed to grow the marijuana that's sold in the state. And like, those are the same people that own the five casinos in Ohio, right? I think they were different people. Mm. Some might have overlapped. But yeah, Nick Lachey was in one of those mm. groups. Nick Lachey was one of those groups. And, and he said that's the way to make money in the, ne- in the next 20 years. Oh, hell yeah. Buy the marijuana f- plant. I, you know what? Legalize it. Who the fuck cares? Well, you, you, you aren't caught up on your uh, South Park, are you? No. You need to see the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. But uh, one other episode from this season, uh, Stan's dad, Randy, bought a marijuana farm and mm-hmm. moved the family on, onto <laughs> Tegrity Farms. So that's an ongoing thing throughout this season is that Stan now lives on the farm. That's awesome. They, they're growing pot. Uh, you uh, know what? Let them go. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Is it hurting anyone? No. Then who the fuck cares? It's like alcohol. Just let it go. How many violent marijuana users have you seen? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, well, you know, then uh, crashes will go up with marijuana users and you're there stone. Is it going to be any different than Um, alcohol? I would uh, disagree with that. I did get rear-ended by a young man who smelled of weed. Yeah? A couple weeks ago. Are you okay? So legally... It was pretty slow. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I'm not fucking around, Siri. I'm dead fucking serious. He opened up the door and just Doritos fell out. <laughs> well, he hit, he hit you going at six miles an hour. Right? I was stopped. It was in a light. I got hit. I mean, the the sound of it was louder than... That was the worst part of the whole thing. <laughs> he, he, and he probably didn't even break when he hit you. He was just traveling that you know, fast. I, I let him go because it was only a scratch in my bumper. His car was more... Effed up than mine, yeah. so I was like. So the next day, he's like, "What the fuck happened to my car, man?" <laughs> Sending me a bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's suing a, my ass. What? I love that scene on. Uh, shit, what was that? Tommy Boy. No, 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 that's Black Sheep. Black Sheep. The Tommy Boy Two. Yes. Yeah, where, where, yeah. Where he pulls him over. Do you have any idea how fast you're going? I don't know. Fifty-five, six, seven. You were going seven <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> and when most people pull over, they turn and pull over to the median. Right. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, moving on. That's political corner tab. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. Oh, did we answer the question? Yes. Okay. Just legalize it. <laughs> Uh, Freeform Channel has 25 days of Christmas movies. When did the Toy Story franchise become a Christmas movie franchise? What? Uh, from Kevin, a Cincy Explorer. Yes. He, he shared a thing where the, the Freeform Channel had their list of Christmas movies coming up, the schedule for it, and Toy Story was in there. It became a Christmas movie franchise as soon as there was a Christmas scene in the movie. Or when Freeform says it. At the end of Toy Story, they're opening presents on Christmas. It then thus became I, a I Christmas movie. I want to know movie. why. 
I want to know why Freeform is defining movies. Isn't that against their whole existence? They barely define a channel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are they defining things for? It's Freeform. Uh, there's your answer. Moving on. Right. What else we got? Uh, wrapping it up. Profession number one and mm-hmm. doctor number one. Uh, Don McLean. Bye-bye, Miss American Pie. So you're gonna say bye bye birdie. No. Okay. You know, he, he, he's not that old. Oh! He's not ninety eight. He's only seventy three. Right. Sorry, sorry. Oh, by, he... by the way, he hates that song. Um Bye Bye Miss American Pie? Yeah, American Pie. Well, maybe you should have copied it from Madonna. <laughs> I hate that Shoot. version of the song. <laughs> Why? Because all it does is Bye I mean, Bye oh, Miss American well, actually, Pie. There's a lot of good lyrics in that. Song oh, it's a great with a lot song. of meaning is a great song. The Madonna version. Unfortunately, no. that's the only song anybody gives a shit about that he sings. And when you go to concerts, everybody just wanted to hear that damn song. Duh. And so he hated that song. I'm like, dude, it made you rich and famous. Yeah. Sing it until it's there. Sing it. Yeah. It, it's the reason you don't have to work a real job. Yeah. Exactly. Embrace it. That's why I do Michael Caine a lot. The yeah. impression because that pays the bills. And people say they want to hear the Michael Caine when we go on tour. And I go, okay, it's a tough one. I mean, it's exhausting. I keep doing yeah. it, but I'll, I'll do it for you. Yeah. Same thing. I'd be like Tolkien. Like, I'm not writing any more Middle Earth shit, okay? <laughs> it's like George I'm R. R. Sp- I'm going sci-fi. It's like George R. R. Martin said, I'm not writing it. Oh, wait. No more. <laughs> <laughs> no more Song of Ice and Fire. Oh, wait, that's what he did say. I'm going to write my uh, Wild Aces or whatever that uh, other series is, and I'll write this short story, and I'm going to do this sci-fi channel thing. Thank you. (laughs) But what about finishing this great novel series? It's too hard. I put too many characters (laughs) in it. I've (laughs) lost complete control of where the story's going. And I'd rather just... I have bow an, out than take the George Lucas route. Not only do I have an entire paid team of people to track this for me, I have volunteers out the ass. <laughs> and they even can't keep shit straight. So I'm done. <laughs> we got that in the news of the geek. There you go. <laughs> Just lotis. Uh Oh, anyway. Oh, yeah. Tom McLean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got his father. 73. Said, yeah. bye, bye, old piece of pie. He's dating 24-year-old model. He says, do we high-five him, or are we creeped out? I say, good to you, Mr. McLean. Good to you. I say good to you. I say to her, why? He's rich. He's not that rich. He only has one song. If you're leaving your daughter, who's around that age. Am I in the will? (laughs) Hopefully she is anyway. Time out. Time out. Time out. You get on a pants and you uh-huh. mock that he's, you know, pimping out things, people, to go to Disney. His children. But yes. yet you're pimping out your children to get with Tom McLean. Because I'm going to benefit from it. <laughs> he's not. He is. He doesn't have to pay off his mortgages by pimping out his children. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I'm going to be rich. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to roll around in that Don McLean money. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I am. <laughs> Don McLean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fucking awesome. Mike is in the well. He gets it. You get $300. Damn it. <laughs> hey, Madonna, you want to cover this again? No. 
That McLean money's good, man. It's good. <laughs> oh my god. I think the most shocking thing of this is that he's only seventy three. I thought he was in the nineties. I thought he was ninety something. I agree. I would holy crap. He must have been really young when the American Pie song hit. Well, you figure Madonna did it what, ten years ago? Fifteen years ago, so he had to do it after that. So (laughs) before that, you mean? No, no, after he was was probably sixty-three. Fifty-three. Bye, bye, Miss American Pie. Uh, Madonna, there's more than that line. Bye, bye, Miss American Pie. Nope, nope. There's more. No, there isn't. (laughs) I just touched myself. Bye, bye. Touch this pie. So that was your Madonna impersonation. Oh, so I'm good dad, man. I am Madonna. <laughs> I'm British now. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you're not British. No, no, I'm from Britain. I am the British. <laughs> is she? Is she still British? Since she I'm a cheeky cunt. Didn't she divorce him? So is she still British? Uh, who'd she divorce? Guy. Guy uh, Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Well, he's a cunt, so I would too. <laughs> But he makes good movies. No, he doesn't. I think he's overrated. No, he made Swept Away, so. <laughs> well, he was trying to sweep her away. He was trying to make a real documentary. Why don't you go farther in the ocean, honey? Keep going. Keep going, Madonna. Is this good? You don't know. Farther, I can see you still. Here's I'm glad Madonna. you're amusing yourself. <laughs> Let's do some news of the geek. It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. Per movie web, we're finally going to see a proper, I said a proper, uh, we're page two, Jeff, uh, Dungeons and Dragons movie, perhaps as early as 2021. A new report claims a long-awaited reboot is pre-prepped, prepped, prepped, and will be ready to... (laughs) Prepped. It's being prepped. (laughs) Well, a little paprika on it. (laughs) Uh, will be ready to shoot sometime in the summer of 2019. Chris McKay was in talks to direct it way back in February. The movie is coming from Hasbro's All Spark Pictures, now home to the Transformer movie, so hopefully we'll get some good Transformer movies. Bumblebee looks impressive. We'll Trump. see. If you, They said Bumblebee might be the starting point for it. I'm fine with that. Uh, let's see, and other Hasbro toys that are getting the big screen treatment. Hopefully, Sorry. Uh, oh, sorry would be great. Since earlier, Pop-O-Matic Trouble? Oh, I hate those Pop-O-Matic things. Oh, those are great. Earlier in the year, we haven't heard much about it, but this is the first sign that the movie is re- really ready to move forward. Uh, it hasn't been confirmed that McKay is actually still the one directing the adventure action-adventure comedy. Uh, Michael, comedy? Well, it has uh, the Wayans in it. No, no, that was the old Dungeons oh, & Dragons. Marlon's uh, in this one? No, I hope to God Marlon Wayans isn't in it. They're not bringing him back. Michael Gillia is responsible for the script. Script? With Hasbro Serial. CEO, Serial. I like that. Hasbro Serial. Yeah. Uh, Brian Goldner and Stephen Davis producing the movie. Production Weekly has also has Cherie Hansen listed as one of the producers on the project. He was uh, one of the VFX uh, producers on Star Trek movie with J.J. Abrams. Okay. Uh, <coughs> pardon me. Dungeons & Dragons has been meandering through pre-production since 2015. At the time, Warner Brothers was in charge of making the role-playing game come to life. In the early stages of the development, Ansel Algort, 
He sounded like a Dungeons and Dragons character. Ansel, Ansel hey. Elgord. Hey, what's your character's name? Ansel Elgord of the Court of the Owls. That does kind of sound like a D and D character name. That's pretty good. That's your character name, right? Yep, yep. it will be when we ever get him to make a character. You just put me in as Ansel Elgord, <laughs> and you will be killed right away. I'll put you in as an NPC. What's that? In the now player character. And then, and then, and then, and now's cousin Pam and and Moog will kill you promptly. <laughs> yes, that's fine. As long as I'm also Angleholt, he'll show. Okay. He'll show up. Hey, my name's Angel Angleholt. <laughs> you will immediately say, "Roll for initiative." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, See, he's making fun of you when you do your impressions, and you have to say the person's name, so he's going to, his he, character will come he, out and say, Hi, I'm Ansel Elgort! Right, first off, ah! you're say, surprise attack. <laughs> first off, you're getting the impression wrong, because this guy is a high chieftain of the court. Oh. Hello, I'm Ansel Ungerholt of the House of Piss and Vinegar. So I hope you don't mind that my entourage is here. They're walking trees. Well, if you say that, I will certainly roll for initiative and try to kill the person <laughs> saying it. A lawsuit, sweet, uh, lawsuit between Sweet Pea. You know the best part is I'll even use Jason's face as the character. <laughs> <laughs> when I see that, I know to try and kill it. Oh, Monsel. With, with Kevin James's mask. <laughs> Anyways. Go ahead. A uh, lawsuit between Sweet Pea Entertainment and Hasbro over ownership of sequel rights caused Dungeons & Dragons to stall out, and Warner Brothers was never actually able to get the machine moving. Last year, All-Star Pictures was able to finalize the settlement and shucked Warner Brothers away. Shuck. You, you go away. You go that way. Uh, go away. Oh, you're bothering me. Why are you shucking us? I can't believe you shucked us. They told me to meet in the showers. Oh, uh, God, it. really? Renewing an exclusive. Really? Yeah, in the gym. Harvey uh, Weinstein's in there. Uh, you know, I can see. No, it wasn't Harvey Weinstein. It was what's his name at Penn State. Oh, Harvey went Weinstein there. went. You went there. Yeah. <laughs> you went there. <laughs> Hang your head in shame. Yeah. You, you know, I can I can see this since they shucked away Warner Brothers, but Hasbro is still intimately involved. You know, like a pit trap's going to be like, oh, it shoots and ladders. Uh. <laughs> I hope Marlon's... Marlon. Oh, no, oh, no! You're in trouble! <laughs> Sorry! You <laughs> sank my battleship! <laughs> Wait, what? They already <laughs> made that movie. Oh. Uh, let's see. Right now... Uh, oh, yeah, so they're now renewing an exclusive production deal with Paramount, who would distribute the movie. Right now, Ansel Agahalt of the House of Vaughn and Winnegar is still being listed by Production Weekly as the lead. But again, there's been no confirmation that Ansel Anderhold is still attached to the movie in any way. So it was Vine and Vinegar the second time? Yeah, I like Vine and Vinegar. Better than Piss and Vinegar? Yeah, I like Wine and Vinegar. Oh, it's Wine, not yeah, Vine? we're Wine. Oh, okay. We're Wine. <laughs> Give it until next week. It's going to be beer and chips, and, you know, it'll be fine. Ansel Anderhold of the House of Beer and Chips. <laughs> Actually, you're going to be running it in. Yes! Yes. Innkeeper? Yes. I like that. I love people, so welcome. <laughs> but I hate gatherings. I know, it's ironic. Uh, no, the funny thing about that was... <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, the, the day, like, about an hour before Blake sent the thing, uh, the news story over about the, the movie getting back on production, mm-hmm. I just bought a bunch of stock on the Hollywood Stock Exchange for the Dungeons & Dragons oh. movie. I just bought a lot of Ansel Anderhold stock. I doubt there is any. 
Oh, there it is. You're going to get a bump. He's a house of beer and chips. Uh, here's this is good. This is all about you this week, Blake. Me. I knew you were coming back. Uh, mm. We spared no expense on that limo for you. George R.R. Martin. Hello, I'm a hobbit. The author of Song of I- and Ice and Fire and Wind Vinegar series. I don't know if I'd call him a hobbit. <laughs> Pretty close. He's a rather, rather large man. <laughs> Aren't they large? No. Oh. Well, like wide. <laughs> they can tall. they can be round. Yeah, yeah especially okay. the older they get. Uh, okay. <laughs> he did an interview with the Guardian, and, we, and she described the ever-growing pressure for him to finish the six of seven uh, awaited books in the franchise. Ever-growing pressure. <laughs> How many years has it been now? This is the new excuse. You ready? Oh boy. The story. <laughs> Did you oh become a 1950s cartoon character? Groupie. Yeah, that sounds like Groupie. Oh, Groupie. boy. Mm. The story's TV success has got it in the way of his ability to finish Winds of Winter. No shit! You let the TV show pass your book up. Now you're like, oh shit, it's already finished and gone down that route. What am I going to write now? Well, maybe write a good version of this end, because yeah, the last am. season of the show uh, was a shell of what it started New series out. starts yeah. uh, April, or new season April 19th. Yeah, heard yeah, that we today. Saw uh, shows achieved such popularity, as a quote, around the world. The books have been so popular and so well-reviewed that every time I sit down, I'm very conscious I have to do something great. And trying to do something great is a considerable weight to bear. So, so don't do anything at all. all. So I eat nachos. <laughs> On the other hand, <laughs> once I I eat Cheetos and I keep getting them on the tongue of the keyboard. That's <laughs> not good. That was he's more of a dwarven figure, wouldn't you? Yeah, but it's more fun to say yeah. Hobbit. Than a Hobbit. <laughs> on the other hand, once I really get rolling, I get into the world. Well, that's good. <laughs> the rest of the world vanishes. You see when he gets rolling. <laughs> rolling. <laughs> Listen, yeah. the rest of the world vanishes. I don't care what I'm having for dinner, <laughs> what movies are on, <laughs> or what my email says, or who's mad at me this week, because the winds of winter isn't out. Uh, your publisher. <laughs> mm. All that is gone, and I'm just living in the world I'm writing about. But it's sometimes hard to get to that almost trance state. Because, you know, Con Air's on TBS, and I gotta watch it for the 87th time. That's just you. As previously reported, Martin is notorious for his slow writing pace. The last book came out in 2011, after the premiere of Game of Thrones. Since then, the writer cannot appear in public without fans and critics oh, so chastising. Oh, it's seven years. Yeah. Well, I thought it's been ten, so he's still got three more years. Yeah. Well, uh, wait until the TV show ends. Maybe people will forget after a couple of years. Uh, he, uh, further adding to the frustration, Martin's most recent work has been on Fire and Blood, a history of the fictional world in which the series is based. I'm not going to write the main story anymore. I'm just going to fuck around and write about the main story. I'm just going to keep it going until I die and let someone else pick up the reins and finish it. <laughs> You know what, that wheel of time, that was pretty burdensome. <laughs> you know, did you also see, oh yeah, the wheel of time they announced is going to be 238 seasons. I'm sorry, what? Is that one episode a season? <laughs> no. The wheel of time is huge, and well, yes. it's long, and the guy died. His son had to finish yes. like the last two books. That's why I'm joking. 238 oh. seasons. I thought it was somebody else who took over. Yeah, or somebody else did, Brett yeah. Sanderson. I think the son yeah. took over in Family Circle. Oh, yeah. Petey. Not me. Not me. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Who's going to finish this Wheel of Time? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to finish the Game of 
Throne series. <laughs> Not me. Ack. But yeah, I would, I would think Hobbit over Dwarf. See, this is how easy it is to get off topic <laughs> when he's trying to write. <laughs> However, the author noted that getting into the world of Game of Thrones is not difficult for him. It's just keeping on track is an issue. No shit. Well, <laughs> considering, you know, books three and four just branched out so far. Oh, my God. Yeah, when they brought in the whole Dorne storyline, yeah. you're just like, gee, why? Why? Like, if it if it had if Dorne is part of the end game, then yeah, you got to do it. If Dorne? it turns out that Dorne has nothing to do with the end game, it's a waste of a thousand pages. Yeah, Cor- then then that could have just been a side book or something, not the main. Corbin Burnson, Dorne, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, he said the Winds of Winter is not so much a novel as a dozen novels. No each shit. with a different protagonist, each having a different cast of supporting players, antagonists, allies, and lovers around them, and all of these weaving together against the march of time in an extremely complex fashion. You mean like the rest of your books? So it's very, Who's very challenging. Oh, it's two varies. Oh, very, very, very challenging. I could understand. Fire and Blood, by contrast, was very simple. Not that it's easy. It still took me years to put together, but it is easier. And then he said, floppy wiener, floppy, floppy wiener, floppy wiener. <laughs> Fortunately for fans, he confirmed that the next item on his to-do list is Winds of Winter. <laughs> floppy wiener. I mean, Winds of Winter. Winds of Winter, floppy wiener. So Winds of Winter is next on his checklist. Now, <laughs> I have to go write another Daenerys sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> Better question. Is this ever going to get finished? I'd get it done if I had to. It will to stop the masturbation. Maybe not my lifetime, but it will get finished. <laughs> I would say not in his lifetime. Oh, I'm not expecting that. I'm just hoping it is in my lifetime so I can read it. Well, you got three good years. That's all I got? Eh, maybe four. I don't think I'll get it done in four years. Ack. <laughs> not me. Uh, here's the best part of the day. Last thing. Quickies. A new report. News report. No, I don't know. A new report says to have found the titles for the upcoming sequels to Avatar. Oh, they're still doing this. (laughs) Disney says the same thing. Are we still doing this land? Avatar land? Do we still have it? To me, sell that. The BBC reports that they've seen the documentation for future Avatar plans with four titles. That's the number of sequels. Thank you. According to the site, the projects are titled Avatar, The Way of Water. (laughs) No, I, I misread the next one as you're reading, and I thought, oh, my God. Well, I don't think it's much better. Avatar, colon, the semen bearer. Oh, seed bearer, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I read it as the sad beaver. <laughs> I would rather have it as the sand beaver. <laughs> the seed bearer. You know that title is getting changed. Uh, Avatar, Avatar the, colon, the Tolkien Rider, and Avatar, colon, the quest for Yua. Does anybody still care about these movies? No. no. If those titles are in order, The Way of the Water could line up for his James Cameron's previous comments that there's a tremendous amount of water work across Avatar 2 and 3. Thanks. You know, at least James Cameron can uh, possibly focus on Titanic 2 here in a couple years. The uh, Revenge of Leo? No, they're, they're rebuilding the Titanic. I did see and that. And it's going the exact same route as the original. Are they bringing the uh, same number of lifeboats? And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're actually upset because uh, they're actually making them carry more lifeboats this time. They're like, but that's not realistic. But mm-hmm. That's too much weight. Uh, they did say that they are hoping to sh- set, set sail the same day as the Titanic did, too. Did you see that part? 
Yeah. Yeah, that's going that's going to end well. I'm sure oh, it will. Good idea, and then, yeah, hit the same iceberg. And <laughs> there is no icebergs left. It's called <laughs> climate change. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. They hit a pole Oh, there. so it'll work now. <laughs> yes, they'll be fine. They'll just go right through it. There we go. I think we just killed a polar bear. Promotion for climate change. Save the Titanic. Mm-hmm. News of the Geek, produced by, or sponsored by Al Gore. When you need the internet now. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, as I was talking about South Park, and Kitchen. you need to see the last two episodes. Two episodes ago was one uh, anti-scooter episode. Oh, I would be fitting well with that. And it was at Halloween, so the kids had the idea of getting so much candy by riding the scooters around while mm. trick-or-treating. But uh, Mr. Mackey just is like, where are they coming from? <laughs> I do see that downtown, a lot yeah. of scooters, and they just create, like, they yeah. just multiply. It's really scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this last week was the return of Al Gore and Man Bear Pig. Man Bear Pig. And uh, while, while they were trying to find, uh, you know, because Man Bear Pig, they discovered, is real and is killing people. And so they had to go to find Al Gore and apologize because it turns out it is real and we're all going to die. And, well, during that, <laughs> that whole thing, they were also paralleling it with Red Dead Redemption. Uh, I was going to say, Red Dead Redemption does have Van Bear Pig in it. Does it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you go into a, sh- a little house... And there's a man bear pig uh, stu- uh, stuffed <laughs> hanging out. Well done. Well done. Uh, so uh, is that it for quickies? Uh, that is it. That is your... Do uh, we have any more Avatar news? Uh, it's shit. Oh, shite. Shite! Shite. Hey, this is Christian. Hey, this is Damon. And this is The Amazing Nerd Show. We're a podcast that takes a deep dive into nerd culture. Every episode, we will talk comics, movies, video games, and even wrestling. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Poppy, The Amazing Nerd Show, the show you never knew you wanted. Jeff, you know what I'm doing right now? Uh, you're getting ready to look up the dates of the Cincinnati Comic Expo? September 20th through the 22nd. Uh, I'm actually looking through my G.I. Joe pl- uh, cards that I got, collector's cards that I got at the booth uh, <laughs> at the Cincinnati Comic Expo ah. uh, this past year. Uh, they were very nice. Uh, I got uh, Hawk is one of my characters here. Yeah. And uh, Night Vulture. Night yeah. Vulture. I don't even know what a Night Vulture is. Uh, it's not good. Ah. It's not good. But you know what is good is the Cincinnati Comic Expo at the Duke Energy Convention Center, September 20th through the 22nd. Hobie will be there. We will be. I uh, don't know anyone else who's going to be there. But there will be guests. There will Guarantee be there will be a lot of guests. Some movie guests and some film, TV guests. And a lot of comic creators. A lot of comic creators and Hobie. And mystery box salesmen. And mystery box salesmen. And we will be doing trivia at the booth, too. The, the March to September... With prizes has started. Oh, Lord. Ape Hands has started with me. Ape Hands and I have gotten about 30 gifts already, so it's, it's starting. About 20. But it's beginning. We got a lot of Funko Pops next year. So be ready. I'm, I want to win. Can I win a Funko Pop? No. Oh. But Chris and Kevin from 365 Flicks might be if they show up. Yeah. They're that's... coming from England to see us and to see the Cincinnati Comic Expo. You can get your butts across state to get the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Yes. Yeah, so unless you're from New Zealand, you have no excuses. Even Nikki show up. Uh, Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 20th through the 22nd.
It's time for Box Office Bombs. Why, thank you, Marty. It is time for Box Office Bombs. Uh, per 411 Mania, <laughs> the Nutcracker and the Four Realms <laughs> followed up its rough opening with an even rougher second weekend, down 52% to $9.6 million. That's horrible news for a film that was already pretty certain to lose money. Its domestic run should end around $55 million to $60 million, which is less than half their budget. <laughs> this is a rare and costly misfire for Disney. Was it rare? I mean, come on, they did John Carter on Mars. Would have been good if they actually <laughs> didn't name it just after the accountant. John Carter! <laughs> uh, and also... Uh, no offense, we were talking about this at work, the Nutcracker thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Nutcracker Christmas movie. It's probably going to be out of theaters before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Is, is this is a bad idea to release it this yes. early, this far ahead of Christmas? Yes. I mean, do you think it would have done better if they released it in December? I think they would have. I think if you did it like December 14th-ish weekend, yeah. I think you would have been fine. I mean, it's like everyone's getting off of their Halloween movies, and they don't want to go straight to the Nutcracker. They don't. Nobody wants to go straight to the Nutcracker. How come they're not doing their Thanksgiving movies first? Yeah, Planes, Trains, Automobiles too. Ah, okay. I'm like, home for the holidays? I'm out of Thanksgiving movies. Home Alone 4? <laughs> home Aloneer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, per 411 Mania, The Girl in the Spider's Web opened with a whisper at $8 million. Whisper. That's well below the low to mid-teens opening that Sony desperately wanted. Amy Pascal do this one? Uh, probably. Spider-Web was an attempt by Sony to rebu- uh, reboot the franchise that started with the remake of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. That film starred Daniel Craig and Rooney Mara with David Fincher behind the camera and barely broke even in 2011. Seven years is a long time to wait for the second film, and finding an entirely new cast and crews didn't do it any favors. While Claire Foy is getting good marks for her work as Lizbeth Salander, the film has a tepid 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. Audiences just weren't interested here for a variety of reasons. The franchise is too edgy for mainstream crowds. And hardcore fans most, ah, I'm sorry, hardcore fans almost definitely prefer the original Swedish versions of the film starring Numi Rapace. I like that name, Numi. You are a Numi. Thank you. Uh, this one was pretty much dead in the water before it even opened. The domestic total was matched by an anemic 8.3 million in 49 markets for 16.3 million start worldwide. You know, it's not a bust, Jeff. Unfortunately, the number one movie no, no, of the week. No, no, oh, oh, yeah, it was a different uh, segue. Santa Claus the Musical at the Cincinnati Children's Theater. Oh. It's at the Taft Theater uh, in Cincinnati. If you're in the local, if you're in Cincinnati. Uh, that starting the Taft, huh? Yeah. So it's a different place than the Superman? No, it was at Taft. They're always at the Taft. Oh, why did I think you were going somewhere else? I don't know. I'm going to hell, but that's different. I thought right you said you were going someplace off Red Bank for it. No. Uh, they have performances at that one. Oh. They have a different one. So oh, okay. They got a couple different places. Uh, this one's at the Taft. Santa Claus the Musical. Uh, Saturday, December 8th through Sunday, December 16th. Get your uh, tickets at thechildrenstheater.com. Uh, tickets are, I believe, 10 and $30, uh, so different tiers. Uh, and they have showtimes anywhere at 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. and uh, even on uh, some 7.30 at night ones. So uh, check them out, Cincinnati Children's uh, Theater of Cincinnati. They were really good to us next door. Uh, they were our booth partners, neighbors. 
uh, at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Really it's, nice people. They were. And uh, we, I saw the Superman one. Apan saw the Superman one uh, that they did. Uh, Superman was played trivia against us. Or he won. Us. He did. He won Aquaman. And uh, they were great. So uh, check them out. Uh, and they also have the Jungle Book coming up next year and Sleeping Beauty. So, but with a twist. Ooh, so, Sleeping yeah. Beauty. So she doesn't fall asleep. I don't know. Oh, I didn't write it. If they're going to do gender swapping roles, it's going to be Sleeping Dude. That's fine. That's fine. Dude. Dude. Oh, anyway, the top five this week, The Grinch was number one at the box office. Ah, humbug. Made $66 million in its opening weekend on a $75 million budget. They said a little bit lower than they wanted. Well, everything's lower than you want, but no. Why is The Grinch out before it, Thanksgiving? And it's a Why terrible, terrible looking movie. Isn't it like a, this is like the third reboot? Is it like Grinch origin story or something? I don't know. It, it's oh, something like that. It looks bad. It sounds bad. There's nothing <laughs> more about, about the it. Grinch's goat or something from what I saw in the previews. <laughs> what is it, that thing? A goat? Pig? That, I think, was the one reindeer he was able to catch. Oh. Because <laughs> all the other reindeer got away. I just want to start about the Grinch's goat now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> go for it. Go pitch that. Yeah. So I've got this goat, you yeah, see. Go. Uh, it's he just watches the Grinch. <laughs> Is that what you got? Yeah, pretty much. At least it before Thanksgiving. It's a guaranteed hit. You know what? $75 million. You got your budget. Go. Oh. <laughs> All right. So number two this week, Bohemian Rhapsody made another $31 million for a total of $100 million on a $52 million budget. So go Bohemian Rhapsody. Number three, Overlord made $10 million for its opening weekend on a budget of $38 million. This is kind of like Saving Private Ryan meets zombies. Zombies. That's what I heard. But not slow. It got great zombies. reviews. It's getting great reviews. But again, another horror movie. We'll do it after Halloween. Yeah, let's do it after. It's let's getting competed against the Grinch. Or, or they should have at least brought it up like around D Day or something, right? Yeah, that would have been cool too. On well, a side note, Happy Veterans Day, Blake. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you for your service. You, the Dip Man. We appreciate it. Thank you. So, well, we at least appreciate you. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I appreciate Paul's sacrifice too. Well, he was in the Air Force. <laughs> Down the hall, no. he was stationed in Guam <laughs> for that tour. We did see his pictures in paradise. <laughs> he had to suffer through all those pina coladas. <laughs> Now, in his defense, he had to be up by 10 a.m. each day, so that was early. In his defense, he's not a fan of pineapple, so it's uh, colada. <laughs> it was so rough. Don't make me! The horror! Number four this week was the Nutcracker in the Four Realms, as we just discussed. God, that was about as bad as making fun of Worsley. <laughs> <laughs> and then number five... was in service for 20 years. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Number five, as we discussed, was a girl in the spider's web. <laughs> snuffing, snuffing in JP5 fuel. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Are you about a stroke? No, that's what those Air Force fuel guys do. They huff snuffing? that shit. <laughs> snuffing? JP5, baby. I'm lost. <laughs> anyway, upcoming, uh, the weekend of November 16th, 2018. Fantastic Beasts, colon, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Sure. Yep, yeah. it's coming out. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'll be number one next week. 
Yeah. Also coming out, Instant Family. Oh, dear God. Looks terrible. Yep. Oh, well, there's another... Why was it Fantastic Beast before Halloween either? That's more of a fantasy. That came out last Christmas, too. Yeah. Yeah, oh, for two years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, again, these are all... Harry Potter out. film. Oh, I suppose they want... Oh, yeah, hot, they probably want the Harry Potter film out at Thanksgiving. Uh, okay. Although, I figured they would wait till Thanksgiving weekend to release it, but... Okay. And also coming out something called Widows. Oh, Widows! That yeah. looks really good. That actually does look good. How about the uh, women, their husbands are husbands killed. Are killed and they have to get the money to the drug lord yep. or kill him in return, whichever. I like it. Oh, who was the director of that? I forget. Oh, I knew you were going to tell me. Oh, Where's... yeah. Uh, Shoot. I forgot his name. Same yeah. name as a, Steve McQueen. That's yep. it. Uh, I will say uh, this is the second week in a row that I've told my wife that I'm going to go see Robin Hood. And then I tell her again, oh, it's not out this week. <laughs> I keep thinking. When is Robin Hood coming next out? Next week. Now, right. Are you sure? Yes, Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, oh, that one's coming out for Thanksgiving. I've seen the previews for this. You guys seen the previews for this? Yeah. Robin Hood? Yeah. It looks bad. terrible. Now, you guys know I'm a fan of the Thief franchise, yes. video game franchise. Yes. This looks like a cross of the Thief video game franchise with... Um, uh, what King Arthur? Yeah, futuristic King of the Who shit. Futuristic King Arthur? Yeah, there, there's some steampunk in this. There is some. Steampunk. Oh, is there? I did, and and, and it looks like attention. they they borrowed a lot from Thief, uh, the I'm video gonna, game series. I told I told Nerdly, um, hey, do you need a review for it? And he said, yeah. And I said, okay, I'll go I'll go watch it. Am I allowed to insult it? Be, not being a Brit. Uh, here's my thing. Uh, ahead of time, I said, I have no... I, I think it's going to be horrible, but I'm a sucker for Robin Hood movies, so I'm going to go see this movie. There Did you, you ever even watch the Russell Crowe no, Robin Hood movie? No, I hate Russell Crowe. <laughs> I, I couldn't get past Masturbator and Commander. I couldn't get past it. It was awful. So, yeah. So, no. Uh, so, that comes out next week. <laughs> so, we'll talk about that next week and the week after. Let's do the top five. Fuck the buy, sell. Okay, we're fucking the buy-sell. Oh, well, I'm going to buy some Claire Foy stock. Sure. Moving on. <laughs> All right, I suppose it's time for our top five. Top five this week in honor of Stanley is top five favorite icons. Other than Stanley. Yes. Well, he wasn't even on my list. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't make my list either. Excelsior. Bastard. Uh, yeah, he was not on my list. Sorry. <laughs> in honor of. In, in honor of. He, he is an icon. We he can talk about icon. him being an icon. All right. Uh, my number five, I'll go first. Uh, I, I try to break it up by um, categories. Yeah, but it didn't always work. Uh, my number oh. five uh, is Bob Newhart. I love Bob Newhart. Wow, okay. Oh, man. Uh, that'd be number one? No, that'd be my honorable mention. Oh. I love Bob Newhart and uh, everything he does. He's just, anything he's in, and now he does a lot of cameos. Even his yeah. cameos, he just steals the scene. So you became a big fan of uh, uh, Big Bang Theory since they bring him in frequently. No. Uh, I saw him in Newhart uh, when he ran yeah. the bed and breakfast. I yeah. remember my parents watched it, and I did too. The Stratford Inn? Is that what it was? You don't even know. This is my brother Daryl, my other brother Daryl. Yeah. 
They uh, ran the Stratford. You didn't. You, and, and you, I, you don't even know the name of the cafe next door that Daryl, Daryl, Daryl ran. Yeah, from? it was the Daryls. Um, and then <laughs> after that, prove me wrong. And then it's the Minuteman Cafe. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, because of New England. And then <laughs> the finale. The finale when he wakes up and he was dreaming from the, the Bob Newhart show. Yes. And then that's yeah. when I went back and I did actually go and back and watch, watch the Bob Newhart because you didn't have that. any clue what the Bob Newhart show was when you knew I Hart saw was enough out. repeats that I knew what it was. Gesundheit. <laughs> so I knew that when he woke up from the dream it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome. But yeah, and then anything he's in, I, I've seen a stand up. He's hilarious. His old, old stand up is hilarious when he does the telephone g- gags and that. It's just yeah. awesome. Um, so yeah, that was that is my uh, number five. Jeff, who's your number five? Uh, my number five is Woo the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo! I almost put him on there. I did put him on there. That, that's a good one, though. It is a good one. That's why. Real I put him and on stealing. There. <laughs> oh, wait, now hold on. Are these real life icons or fake icons? Whichever one you want. When he dies and you mock him, I will stab you with my lemon cutter. <laughs> lemon cutter. I will stab you with a spoon. And why? A real spoon? Because it's or dull. A plastic It'll spoon. Hurt more. You twit. Good job, Jeff. I like that one. Mike, what's your number five? Speaking of Robin Hood. Yes. George R. R. Martin. I went and uh, I wrote down a whole bunch of names real quick because, you know, Mm-hmm. I was behind schedule. Yes, today. you were. You had a nice limo ride. You could have done it then. Yeah, that's true. But did you like how the limo? Someone's dri- got to drink all the bourbon in the back. <laughs> did you like how we had the limo driver? The sign say for Art Vandalay. We thought that was for oh, you. That was pretty cool. Yeah. That's Thank awesome. you. Uh, James Bond, number five. He's not real. Yeah, doesn't have to be real. Well, neither was Jeff's. He's a real person. Yeah. I want to cut your heart but out But he's with playing a character. But James Bond is, is an Have icon. Have you met Ric Flair? That is not oh, a character. Jason. Well, actually, <laughs> he is really I do know some of Ric Flair's exploits, yes. yes I'm very aware of that. that. But I do like James Bond. He's a movie icon. Yeah, yeah I'll give you Jason, that I was this close to putting my top five computer desk icons, so. Oh, Somebody oh, did that. Oh. <laughs> we'll get to that. What? We'll get to it. The did pointy finger. Netscape? The <laughs> Because they had that cool compass. <laughs> the save icon that looks like a floppy disk. <laughs> That's not a floppy. <laughs> How many millennials know what that is? I don't know. You know what? They think floppy disks are the old diskettes. Those uh, three no, and a half inch ones. I love <laughs> that band, the diskettes. They're so good. <laughs> uh, Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. That's not the diskettes. I want a Ram above 32. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I was number four, Blake. It was a uh, 12.4 kilobytes per second. <laughs> Is that eating the floppy disk? <laughs> I think it just ate the floppy disk. Oh, my gosh. All right. The best so is when the middle part got stuck in there and you tried to pull it out. <laughs> Oh what God. was the meme? Uh, oh, I got Red Dead Redemption. I just have to download. It was like disc. It was like the old fashioned. <laughs> oh yeah, or disc like disc. Five hundred eighty six. Five thousand six hundred sixty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. All right, my next one. Uh, I'm going to call it uh, my musical pairs. Okay. I would say probably when I was younger, I used to think that 
you know, John Lennon was pretty cool mm-hmm. and awesome. He's a musical icon. Then yep. you grew up and realized he sucks. No, he's still No, good. I grew up and he's, no, he's still pretty cool. But then when you grow up and you realize he was a self-aggrandizing jerk kind of asshole a little Probably bit. He's cool. He's dead. But he was. He's cool. Wow. Oof, man. Rough. Sad. Very self-centered. Mm. You know, a lot of his idealism and stuff is pretty cool. But, you know, behind that, you know, he was kind of a jerk in a lot of ways, too. But it is, so he was, I would say, my favorite Beatle. But anyways, but as you get older, you get exposed more. You see more documentaries. You read more about them. And uh, as far as, like, music, post-Beatles and all that kind of stuff. You realize Ringo's the better one. I would really no. No. He does have his qualities. Hey, he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a solo performer. Yes, he is. Yes, he is as a solo performer. But as you get older, as you get older, you realize that probably the better out of those four, or you know, in regards to all around, George was George Harrison. You you took my number four. My number four was George Harrison. No, No, Yoko Ono. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I was always a fan of the Quiet Beetle. Yeah, the youngest. The baby lo- beetle. My kids love looking at the quiet beetle at the zoo. Do they? Yeah. I thought they would like the hissing beetle it's better. It's much better than the quiet beetle. Oh, okay. <laughs> number four, Jack. Uh, my number four is an author, mm-hmm. uh, Terry Pratchett, author of the Discworld uh, books. Mm-hmm. Uh, excellent, excellent series. And one of my favorites. And, yeah, he made my list. That was a good call. Anyways. Um, you I don't even know who he is. Yeah, he's Discworld. Um, <laughs> you don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's a book about discs. <laughs> again, it's about do- autobiography <laughs> about the discettes. <laughs> I'm not going to explain <laughs> this again. <laughs> Give me your 32 Ram. Give me your 32 Ram. Yeah. Uh, number four and number three are kind of entertainment icons. When they got to 56. Ooh, boy. <laughs> uh, they're bigger than life. And whether you like them or not, it doesn't matter. They did change their their uh, gender. Sorry. They changed their uh, what they were in. Number four, Howard Stern. Love Howard Stern. He's gotten a little all rough in the last couple of years. Yeah, I never liked him. He changed. I uh, did change things. Radio. But I will yeah. say. I got bored of his shtick real fast. I didn't, but now he's trying to be legit. Trying to be legit now as he gets older. Trying to be legit now as no one's listening to him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, I think, doing two days a week, three days a week. Because the the bulk of his radio, when I would listen to him on the radio, I gave it a try because my friends were, oh, it was just basically some hot chick, and he's basically trying to get her naked and talking about, oh, how he wanted to fuck her, basically. See, and that was like every episode. I'm like, this isn't see, fun my, for me to my, listen see, I, to. I blame him. Because of him, people like Bubba the Love Sponge existed. So there's a good article about Bubba the Love Sponge. There's no such thing as a no, good no, anything about, about Bubba the Love Sponge. how low he has fallen. Oh, yeah. And how the courts are, uh, how he got arrested, and now the courts are looking into him for tax evasions and everything else. Is there a surprise with that? So, it was, no. Making fun of people he with disabilities, like Beetlejuice and shit, man. Well, here's the thing. Howard Stern, my favorite part about the Stern show is when they're doing the news and he they comment about... Because of Robin Quivers? No, because they comment about what's going on in the world. When he's the realist, that's yeah. when he's the best. When he's doing the ta- stuff about the women, when he's doing uh, the stuff about you, oh, his whack just, pack, yeah. I can't stand the whack pack. Mm-hmm. I can't say anything about it. But when he's talking about what's going on in the world, like from 6 to 7 a.m. is when he's great. And then from 10 o'clock... So before anybody's awake... Yeah. Well, I was awake. 
But from 10 to 11 is good, too. For the derelicts who, who want to listen to him, Correct. get the chick naked and, and swallow a sausage the game. or something. He changed the game. Yeah. He did. I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, he did num- do that, yes. Number three, uh, Vince McMahon. He, uh, he changed what they went to. In, in form of wrestling entertainment yeah. and made it And he got big. that Super Bowl with the Bears. And they had that awesome Rock well, that's, video. That's Jim McMahon. Oh, sorry. We're not here All to right, cause anyway. no trouble. We're, We're just here, here to do Super, Super Bowl shuffle. shuffle. <laughs> I'm the punk QB known as McMahon. When I hit the field, I've got no plan. Give me the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> because it's been knocked out of my head with so many concussions. <laughs> Uh, you talking about wrestlers or NFL? Doesn't Both. matter. <laughs> Both. Um, yeah. So he changed the game. He changed. Everybody knows I love wrestling. So I'm going with Vince McMahon. On the side note, I really can't wait till he steps down because Triple H is actually going to has a better knack for the business business I plan. Agree. Yeah, he has a better business plan. Yeah, I think does. I agree with that. He does. He does. Uh, number three, Jeff. Uh, my number three is my music spot, and I picked uh, Freddie Mercury. Never music spot. You never heard of him? Nah, never heard he uh, sang in a little band. Did he sing like some Radio Goo Goo, Radio Gaga song? He did. He sang about the Goo Goos. Uh, I, ta- I put this on Twitter this week. I tagged you, Jeff. That I Queen that. soundtrack <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. J- Jason said that on Twitter. It's like, okay, I know I'm not like good and hip with all the music or whatnot, but... That Bohemian Rhapsody soundtrack is awesome. <laughs> no, I've heard Queen before. And I'm like, you mean Queen's music is awesome? Oh, for a minute, I thought you were saying it's a kind of magic, the soundtrack. Oh, the Highlander? Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, yeah you're right. never physically or ever released an actual soundtrack to Highlander? No. Because there was only yes. one song. No. There can only be one. There's a Boo. lot. <laughs> What's your number three, Blake? <laughs> I don't know. I'd follow that shit up. But the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flash! Ah! Oh, they, they did the Flash soundtrack, too. Yeah, they did. That was the only good thing about that movie. It was. Oh, no, we've talked about that on past yes. episodes. Yeah. No, uh, obviously yeah. Blake likes more of that because uh, for a future James Bond was in it. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Daniel Craig? No, no Timothy Pierce Dalton. Brosnan. <laughs> Timothy Dalton. <laughs> God. <laughs> Pierce and Gimli. <laughs> Brian Blessed was in it. Sam Jones. Yeah. He could have been a good uh, Bond. Mm-hmm. Except he was American. <laughs> and Bond. And well, you could have gave him an accent. He could have gone to the Jason Brigger School of Accents. <laughs> I'm Sam Jones. Hello. Don't no, I mean, I'm James Bond. Hello. Hello, I'm Bond. James Bond. See, that would work in that case. Why question number three? Uh, my number three, I'm going to uh, group this as the, uh, the sub-author mm-hmm. category. Uh, you would normally just say Gary Gygax, right? But a lot of people forget, you know, the Robin to his Batman. Dave Aronson. Dave Aronson, yes. So I had to go with the tie, both Gygax and Aronson. You're because stealing my number one. To Together, <laughs> yes. I have no idea what's going on here. Well, put it on the put board. Put it on the board. I got it. That yeah. was my number one. Yeah, but guy and both of them together created the uh, wildly crazy Dungeons Dragons RPG, and almost every game pretty afterwards much, is pretty much based on. Pretty much created the pretty RPG. Much every that was my number two. Yeah, the RPG, mm-hmm. the the rocket projectile grenade. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
And loved it in Goldeneye. Yes. Uh, what's your number two? Yeah, Blake? Those, those Russians had such a knack for them. <laughs> so many comments. Uh, never mind. I'll just shut up. <laughs> I don't want to go down the Worsley riot here. Okay, go ahead. What's your number two? Uh, my number two. Well, because they were so famous, they wouldn't be if not inspired by J.R.R. Tolkien. I don't know that guy. Yeah, you wouldn't. No. Uh, did he make the Ents? Uh, yeah, he wrote about walking trees, yes. Yeah. Okay. Walking trees, Jason. What's your number two, Jeff? Awesome. I mean, whoever thought walking trees would be so cool. Wait a minute. An author that actually finished this series? Oh, and then some. Wait a minute. <laughs> and then he couldn't stop writing about yeah. it. He kept on writing and, and writing and writing. He kept on writing. Jackson's uh, inspiration that he couldn't stop filming. Yeah, yes, pretty much was. Pretty much. Because all the stuff he kept writing was the crap he kept adding into the movie. <laughs> like, I got to add this in. I can't stop. Uh, number two, Jeff. Uh, number two, my number two is the uh, greatest competitor in the world of... Uh, John, uh, John Belushi with his little chocolate donuts? No. Oh. The greatest competitor in the world of uh, strength athletics. Magnus? And, no, Zdrunas Savickas. Don't know who that is. He's the greatest competitor in the world of strongman athletics. My number two. Is that the mountain? No, it's not the mountain. No. I am the mountain. That's all I have. Uh, number <laughs> two for me is a guy that started off really great. Uh, he, without him, we probably wouldn't have gotten as good of sci-fi stuff as we did. Um, it was George Lucas. George Lucas. Yeah. Uh, and then it went to shit. Until uh, so, <laughs> he did episode one. <sighs> but Two. without him, three, you wouldn't have the iconic Star Wars trilogy and whatever came after it. Indiana Jones. Yes. Um, true. Uh, they you called wouldn't the have dog any fridge new kings without him. They called the dog Indiana. Uh, number one for me. Who was that? The, that was Sean Connery. Sorry. No, that was Henry Jones. Oh, Senior. Henry Jones. They called the dog <laughs> Indiana. Oh, I know who that is. <laughs> uh, number one. Uh, I talk about him. He's the reason why I got into uh, superheroes and all that stuff. Uh, I got to meet him uh, for a minute. Stanley. Adam West. Oh. Adam right. West, Batman. I thought he'd be on your list. I didn't think he'd be number one. Yeah, I love Adam West. Um, Definitely? Yes. Okay. Plus, he was the mayor of Quahog. That's uh, true. Quahog. Best mayor Quahog ever had. Yes. Uh, <laughs> when he has the gun that shoots cats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, no, Adam West, I love him. Uh, it was great uh, meeting him uh, at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. One of the few people that I paid for an autograph and meet and greet. Um, but he was great, and I loved his Batman character. I know it's campy, it's fun, but he embraced it. He loved the geek culture, and uh, yeah, I really enjoyed um, everything about Adam West. He did create the Batusi. Yes, he did. Just the thing. Uh, Jeff, what's your number one? My number one was Gary Gygax. Okay, number one. Uh, with a tie. Mm-hmm. Dave Arnison. I just put Gygax because oh, I only okay. put one person per list. Oh, okay. And uh, Gygax was more of the driving force, but I suppose I should tie them together if you if it makes you feel better. It would help. And you could throw Ed Greenwood in there. Because I didn't mention Ed Greenwood. You didn't. Was he the character Martin Short played on Saturday Night Live with the spiked hair? Yeah, that's okay. him. That's true. Just making sure. Uh, what's your number one? Uh, no, my number one. All right, now we're going to the comedic front. It's oh. a tie... Uh, again, once again, I, I would start to say probably the best one would probably be Peter Sellers, right? Okay. But, you, you know, I, any guy like him that can land Britt Eklund, it's pretty pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. However, 
as you start to learn, the guy was kind of nuts, but he was also a big prick, too. You know, as you so learn. all your icons are big pricks, huh? Pretty much. But I also had him tied because I would supersede him with uh, Robin Williams. Oh. And all I say this is because only Robin Williams could get me to stop and watch a one-hour advertisement of buying the entire Robin Williams 11 DVD collection <laughs> where I would watch an entire hour, which is nothing but a paid infomercial, to get you to buy 11 DVDs. And I almost bought them. I almost bought them for five payments of nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> I almost bought several of them. I would have got one for my mom and dad, and then for my wife. And I was, I watched, I spent an hour. I watched the entire infomercial, and it's it is pretty awesome and funny because I remember you know, it goes back to his early days, Mork from Mork, and his HBO specials, uh, Improv mm-hmm. Night, the HBO Improv Night specials, and then his actual stand up and all that. Uh, and then going through all that kind of stuff, and even with his work with the USO and all that kind of fun stuff. And I just sat there, and I'm like, what, what a pity that, that that guy left so early. You know, if you would have uh, called... Well, not so early, but, you know, it, you know, ending the way he did. He did. Yeah, tragically. You know, if you would have called then, you would have only get paid four easy payments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually sat through the whole Tonight Show uh, uh, infomercial. Yeah. Because I love the old Tonight Shows. Yeah. Uh, I can't stand Johnny Carson, but even some of his early stuff is okay. But, like, I love seeing all that stuff. And I even mm-hmm. remember watching the infomercials all the time of it. Yeah. It was over and over the same thing. It's like, I could really buy this. Back when they actually had uh, content I, instead of fucking saying fuck Trump? Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. I uh, The one I did was probably the Carol Burnett show. I remember that I've I sat through that. I've paused through that several <laughs> times. I remember yes. the Tonight Show one was on VHS. And it was like 18, <laughs> it was like 30 uh, tapes. <laughs> and I'm like, dear God. It was from the beginning to the end. Yeah. I just want a tape of all the Karnak bits. That's all. Oh. <laughs> you are correct, sir. I'm Ed McMahon. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he even outdoes you on Ed McMahon. That's funny. <laughs> oh, 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 you are correct, sir. No. He does. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm Ed <Maddie> McMahon. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I got uh, Shoppers Magazine. Would you like to buy one? Who are you? I don't know. <laughs> I think he's trying to be Ed McMahon doing the publisher's clearinghouse. <laughs> oh, I got thinking of Coldwell Bankers. No, that's not it. <laughs> if you would start it off. I'm Ed McMahon. Egg McMahon. Egg McMahon. Egg McMahon. <laughs> Uh, we have a plethora of McMahon's today. <laughs> yeah. uh, we had some, I had some honorable mentions. I had uh, Elvis Presley. The only reason he's not really? on the list is because he's, uh, he Elvis. sucks? No, because he stole a lot of his music. Um, P- P- and any music that was original was better when other people performed uh, it? I got you his know, number one. All he wanted to do is sing gospel songs, by the way. Well, that's fine. Unfortunately, he sang other stuff and made terrible, I got his uh, CDs of uh, number one hits. And oh, horrible my God. sandwiches. I can listen to that all day long. What? what? Now, that's the only good thing about him was the sandwich. Oh, those what? are awful. The fluffer daughter? No. Oh. Or no, peanut butter and banana. That sounds like a porn Corn job. It was peanut butter and banana. Give me a fluffer nuffer in here. Fluffer nutter. You've never heard of a I heard of it. It sounds like a porn girl. Give me the fluffer nutter in here. I can't go on the show without my fluffer nutter. Give me him. Anyways, Don Rickles. Yeah. Love the insult comics. Insult comics, yeah. 
And uh, when this, insulting was funny. Yes. And this is uh, I I probably should have put him on there. I couldn't find a spot for him. Maybe a, maybe without George because of the visionary. Uh, Ray Bradbury. I really okay. uh, I uh, really yeah. love Ray Bradbury. You're right. Fahrenheit uh, 451 is one of my favorite uh, stories. I'm kind of surprised Big you didn't put something like Rod Serling on your list. Sci-fi. I did. I did think about him, and I love Twilight Zone and what he did and everything else. I, it was tough to actually put it down to five. I was trying to break it down into categories, I think, and I tried to see which ones had the bigger impact uh, on the world in general. Um, Bob mm-hmm. Newhart was a questionable one yeah. uh, because he's not but you liked him. But I love Bob Newhart. There you go. Adam West, I love, but he yeah. did have a. He was a big. He was the superhero that broke the mainstream. I knew you were going to put Adam West on your list. Yeah. Um, so there you go. There's my honorable. Anyone else have quick honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. I had quick in sports. I had Tony Gwynn, the oh, okay best uh, hitter. pure hitter of mm-hmm. my lifetime. The yeah. only man that can turn a triple into a single. Oh, there's other people that in could. his later age. In his later <laughs> plenty of people that could. <laughs> is Gwen dead? No. Okay. Yeah. You sure. Yes, he is. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say. Like, why did I say yeah. no? I know he is. Yeah, okay. he passed he away. I drafted yeah. his son in my fantasy baseball for one season. Ah. <laughs> I drafted him several seasons in yeah. my fantasy baseball, um, and I also had, uh, in music terms, I had uh, David Bowie mm. and yeah. Steve Harris. The Founder and bassist for Iron Maiden, the best mm-hmm. bassist in the world. Uh, yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Like anything? Exactly. Uh, if I had more time, I could have expanded my list mm-hmm. greatly. But you were getting drunk in the back of the limo, which doesn't help. Someone's got to drink the bourbon. Uh, Pittsburgh nerd, Sean, had uh, top five icons. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> we discussed that at work. Oh, that's. I was expecting Blake to have uh, Remy. Remy Lacroix. Oh, I'm Remy Lacroix. Throw a bagel in my butthole. I have to go Tori Wells over her. Okay. Well, I was expecting at least one porn star yeah, on your list. I was going Karina Harney. Look it up. I'm doing uh, a lot of research on that. Karina Harney. Oh, okay. <laughs> You'll let us know yeah. later. Don't tell my wife. Uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, George Lucas. Kevin Smith. Oh. When he started with Ron Jeremy, I thought it was a joke list. <laughs> <laughs> Howard Stern. So he has two. I have two of his. Or you stole his. I didn't even see his <laughs> until just now. Uh-huh. And Stan Lee. Who's that? No. In <laughs> honor of. In honor of Stan Lee. Is he on yours? Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, reasons are several. Sure. My favorite icons. Uh, eggplant. Uh, fist. The hang loose symbol. The eyes looking. You mean the hang five. No, those are. And the middle finger. Yeah, those are more emojis. Uh, those are icons. Uh, Besotted Geek. George Romero. That's yeah. a good one. Gene Kelly. Yeah. Arnold Palmer. Uh-huh. Love his drink. Andy Warhol. Uh, and Fred Rogers. Oh, and that's I, just because they're all from Pittsburgh, I swear. <laughs> I can give him Fred Rogers. That's a great one. Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even think of artists. I should have put Salvador Dali on my list. Uh, let's see. Doctor number one had Oprah Winfrey, yeah, Kevin James, Santa Claus, Chewbacca, and Mike Brown. <laughs> All right. Troll. That's an eccentric list. <laughs> Kevin at Cincy Explorer had Neil Armstrong, uh, Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. Jack Lemon. Oh, I forgot about Jack Lemon. Yeah. He's not, not as good as Chris Lemon. The many faces of Chris <laughs> Lemon. Skip Prosser. What? <laughs> Who? The ex-Xavier coach. Former oh, Xavier gosh. basketball coach. Yeah. And uh, his dad and my dad, because they served in the military. Oh, oh look at oh. that. Oh, that was nice. Hey, you know what? We have some emotions around here. Shut up. Jeez. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> Damn it. 
Uh, Chris uh, at three six five flicks. He is one sexy bitch. Uh, other than Stan Lee, obviously. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm Chris. Chris Richardson. <laughs> you forgot <laughs> his name. Wait, Wait a minute. Chris Robinson. <laughs> I'm Christopher Robinson Richardson. Yeah, I saw a picture of uh, the the Baby Ruth character from the Goonies. Yeah, <laughs> sloth. He was. Sloth. Did you get a picture? Yeah, it looked just like Chris. This is in three six five flicks, guys. Uh, I'm Chris Richardson. Uh, Steven Spielberg. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock. That sounds nothing like a Scottish accent. I dare to say Al Pacino. Hua! 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 Said a woman. Keanu Reeves. Hoo-ah. Did you ever? I can't remember the. Say uh, hello to my little friend. I'm trying to think of Devil. Uh, <laughs> Devil's Advocate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two, Joss Whedon. I just became Christopher Walken. Yeah. I just did Chris's impressions. Yeah. Uh, I consider Joss Whedon. I'm just not sure he quite is to icon level. Uh, and awesome. number one, uh, George Lucas. I think you say number one, Doctor Number One. No, no, not definitely not. So uh, there you go. Uh, there is the list. Uh, bad idea of the week, uh, number five eighty one, uh, launching Titanic two on the same day as Titanic one did. And Just following the same road. building and launching it, I think. Naming it Titanic 2. <laughs> uh, oh, is it called Titanic 2, the sequel? Yeah. It's called Titanic 2, Electric Boogaloo. Ooh. In the title. <laughs> uh, so that's your bad idea of the week. Blake, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you, Blake. And thank right. you for your service. Next thank week, you. next week we have the most pointless uh, holiday, Thanksgiving. But we'll be here. It's not the most pointless holiday. Arbor Day. Um, I'm about to say, Thanksgiving is one of the six most important holidays we have. Food. Because those are the six ones I get off work. Okay. Right. And get off on. Anyways, uh, so. <laughs> well, some people like turkey a lot. You like, Jeff likes his stuffing. No, I really don't. Not that stuffing. Oh! <laughs> ah, the, I didn't know yeah, that. I like that stuffing. Don't yeah. give Nick any ideas. <laughs> Which one? The Gimp or Nick Albright? <laughs> uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Addendum. Titles for the show. Let's see. You gotta be careful, especially with the new iTunes rules. Oh, I've got uh, Deep Sea Impact. <laughs> I did like that one. I missed that one. Uh, hips of a 30 year old? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Why no? I don't know if I can handle it, put that on there. Uh, Egg McMahon. I do like the Egg McMahon. 32 Ram. Uh, the bad, be- sad beaver, the sad beaver. Uh, the Grinch's goat. I do like Grinch's goat. The house of piss and vinegar. I like the house of beer and chips. Uh, That's what I had. Don McLean money. <laughs> and bye-bye old piece of pie. That's what I had. <laughs> bye-bye old piece of pie. Uh, old piece of pie. I said, give me the spoon. Uh, did you say Julie? That was earlier. Uh, once you go, oh, that's once you go mocha. I don't know what that's for. You, uh, you said back. you like mocha, oh, and yeah, mocha. He, <laughs> I, I amuse myself. Jinx. 
Because I do yeah. get had a couple of those. And bye bye old piece of pie. I really <laughs> like that title. I think that's gonna win. Okay. Uh, change approved. Change approved. There you go. Thanks, Tom McLean. You've been listening to Hobie.